Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew! And I'm playing Clever Stitch, the uh, arcade archer tabaxi. Oh, I'm next. And then <laughs> there's Eric playing Sirak, the Arakakura Horizon Walker Ranger. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mars. I'm playing Talroth Oakenblade, the currently having a mental breakdown because of everything that's happened, Wood Elf Scout. Boom! I'm high in my head. Oh, because my A becomes for you. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm Megan, and I'm playing Sarai Landair, and I am super prepared and ready to do some D. Hi, guys. I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian Path of Wild Magic. Yeah, there we go. All right, guys, a couple of quick announcements before we get into tonight's adventure. Uh, Matthew, you want to talk to us about Norse Foundry? Yeah, so uh, you guys know them, you guys love them, so do we. Norse Foundry! Hey, that rhymes. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, we love Norse Foundry. They are great friends of the channel. Um, if you do not know, they make some wonderful dice and dice-adjacent products. Hold on while I get my own. Um, they make a bunch of beautiful uh, metal dice, aluminum dice. They make gemstone dice. They make dice trays. They make dice bags. They make dice everything. We love them. And if you use our code, REPRPG, that's R-E-P-R-P-G, same as our channel name and all of our socials, extra plug, multitasking, uh, then you get 15% off of your entire order, which... Whenever you're ordering like quality dice for all of your friends and family, because it's a perfect gift for anyone and everyone, even if they don't do D&D, that can be a lot of money. So be sure to use our code REPRPG. Again, that's R-E-P-R-P-G for 15% off of your entire purchase. Yeah. Awesome. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kez, you have anything for us from Rep Orlando? What are they up to? I do. Lance Orlando. Rep we Orlando. Finally... Lance Orlando. Oh, man. <laughs> Rep Orlando is, is us right here right now. But <laughs> Rep Orlando, Lance Orlando, live action novelty combat entertainment. Just as the name implies, we basically do in real life whatever you see here in D&D. Except the magic part. We haven't got the contracts to do that yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> But as far as sword swinging, axe swinging, we do all that. And we have some auditions coming up very soon. So if you're interested in coming out to the parks, joining us, and even participating in a couple shows, like in Orlando Ren Fair and Lady of the Lakes Ren Fair, just come out and audition on July 10th and 11th. We'll have exact dates, times, and places to audition very soon. All right. Now... Uh, I do have a couple of very quick things to announce. Um, one, if you're a part of our PvP Ultensia Challenger League, you're going to want to stay tuned. After tonight's episode, we are doing uh, a recap. We got some very big announcements. We're going to have uh, some gold totals for the uh, for the teams. Also, there uh, we've had to restructure the league. So that's going to that's going to impact everybody. There are going to be some very big announcements happening. You're definitely not going to want to miss them. Uh, so if you're here or if you haven't seen your partner or, you know, 
other teams, your schedule's changing uh, as we've had a, a team depart. And so we're making adjustments on the fly. Tonight's going to be really, really important. But first, let's do some disasters and dangers. So, our adventure takes place in the lands of Licked Drocht. They are the lands of dragons, lands of myth and legend. And so our heroes have traveled beyond the Warden's Wall to the west. And here, they befriended and raised... Uh, not in like an undead way, but in like a, I've been put in a weird suspended animation sort of way. Uh, the Black King, an ancient king of dwarven uh, repute that uh, once stood not only against the players of the great game, but also against dragons here in the West. Um, they have helped him sort of begin to reestablish his uh, kingdoms. They have made promises to gather allies and as such, the Black King was able to lead them to what has been their goal, lo, these many months, to the forge. Our heroes ventured into the forge. They took on its uh, animated guardian and were, was able to, to best it and have... Um, and so we, we dive into what is a little bit of an interlude, an expansive sort of time uh, between as our as our heroes begin to gather information uh, and make some decisions about what to do next, the idea I believe when they set out was always to return back to Dorian's Dawn, and yet there are some uh, there are things afoot here in the West that do demand uh, a bit of heroic attention, and fortunately. The archivists are some such heroes. So it is into the months of winter. You guys are into, um, we're past savages. So we're, we're, you're probably past fell, uh, and deep into shadow run. Um, there's another winter month in there. Dusk. Right? No. What is it? Dusk is before. Yeah, dusk, that's the fall. That's the start of fall. Fell is the start of winter. Um, Shadow Run, I think, is the last month. I've got a whole thing for this. Anyway, we're, we're going to say you're in, you're in the last month of the year. Okay. You guys have been here for, for a little bit. The, the portal that is opened between uh, the Black King's Chamber and the Forge is something that uh, has allowed you guys to sort of travel back and forth. Um, the Black King has been working diligently not only to raise up his dwarven and giant subjects, but also to fulfill the number of, of requests that you guys have uh, have made of him. Thosin has been spending uh, many, many days, nights, and, and hours in this primal... Uh, Primal Forge. He's become fast friends with uh, the Master Smiths of the Fire Giants. And it seems as though this Kingdom of the Black King is attempting to, to pull upon these primal forces uh, to use that as a basis to reestablish themselves here. Um... 
I'm going to give you guys a moment to sort of catch up with where you're at before I just start throwing uh, things and facts and, and lore and, and stuff at you. Lore. I'm going to find a corner and send again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's. That's a good place to start because because you had actually made uh, begun to make some overtures to uh, who who was it that you had reached out to? Ashanye. And who is Ashanye to you? Um, Ashanye is when I left. He was the head of security at the villa where she was raised. Um, he took over for her father once he passed. Um, so he's a thorn. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a very uh, passionate affair. And then when he got the information that he needed from her for to get like the rest of her father's files and all of that, he sort of moved on. And she went to Prime Material and cut her hair and got bangs. <laughs> And the origin of Sarai's bangs is discovered. <laughs> and thus we learned, and thus it is, and it will always be. That's right. Me and what was it? I see Mc, Mc, McFire? I, I McPhoenix. I see McPhoenix. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, your your last overture, overtures to Ashanye, uh, per your persuasion role, didn't, didn't turn out terribly great. And what I will say is that um, through the use of sending across the the uh, across the plains, none of them failed. You rolled for for all of that. Um, most of his responses, though they could be up to twenty five words, have very much been along the lines of, "I I really don't have time to to discuss these things with you right now." Um, there are far more pressing matters that I have on on hand. She's just nosebleed. Okay, okay. Fine, it's definitely not a rage stroke. Um. We'll say that, that I mean, you're, we're, we're talking probably, that was probably at least a month ago. Just going to try again. Okay. Do I need to roll to see if it goes through? Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to roll 100%. Uh, if it rolls on a 5 or under, uh, it fails. Any one. You're good. Ashanye, I cannot... I thank, thank, thank you, Matthew. Cannot stress enough... The direness of the situation. My life and that of a great many others is in jeopardy. Don't be priggish. Um, make a Make a persuasion check. Bad. 16? 
16. 16. I have, I have trouble in the digital seeing if it's a 7 or a 1. <laughs> so I just get really... I'm, I'm like, fuck! Oh, wait, it's actually not that bad. Sorry. Um... All right. You have me for the next five minutes. Make them count. How many? Okay, so that's, I have seven uses of sending. You've used it once today. So I have... 175 words? Uh, 150. 150. Well, shit, now I'm Well, because you've used one. So, so you have... Uh, you, <laughs> so 6 times 25 is 150. Cool. Okay. Well, that grossly changes my plan. Um, fuck. Um, would I know if he had the... Ability, like if the thorns had abilities to interplanar travel, um, some thorns do. Yeah, specialty specialty thorns are um, do possess those, that ability. Plane shift is on the upper end of their of their spell usage. Although there are certain items that uh, that they could utilize uh, to to do that. Um, so yes, it is a possibility. He's not going to waste it on me. So, um, for brevity's sake, we're not going to count out 150 words. But I explain. <laughs> Matthew's ready. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think you've got. I think you've got four other people there. Five. I'll I'll help. We're all ready to just count. You're good. You're good. You're good. You no, no, no. Fuck it. Let's do this. All right. Um, There is a keep. What? His face. I was just I was just pointing out Matthew's <laughs> face and, and the joy that he is experiencing. Did you guys not know that like finger counting is one of his kinks? <laughs> I haven't gotten to finger count sending spells in months. <laughs> Alright, motherfucker, 150 words, let's go. <laughs> there is a keep. In the land of dragons that requires the finesse and grace of the Fae. The current ruler, the Black King, because we don't have an actual name for him besides that, right? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, you, you guys did ask and you were given um, the, his like title b- before he lost his name. You could also call him Beardrin. Uh, that would that would be semi accurate as well. Um, Black King's horror, uh, impressive. Um, fuck, what did I say? Okay, so the Black King um, has made a deal and requires thorns. What am I at? Thirty. 
I mean, you can stop. You got 20 free words basically right now. So, the, ever since I've left, these people have been my family. You know, I have nothing else at home. I am desperate for this to work. And I need your help. And let's be honest, you fucking owe me. Fix your honor. Sean. Oh, I was about to say you ended at 69. Nice. But, uh, oh, shit, never mind, never mind. Yeah, stop at 69. <laughs> and just air horn sounds. <laughs> that's, that's the other uh, fucking six words to make it 75 total. It's just air horn. <laughs> I, I, like, open my mouth next to someone holding up an iPhone. I'm, Turn down for what? Um, okay. The matters have become complicated. Thorns are in short supply, but there is perhaps opportunity for mutual benefit. What do you need? I'll be in touch. Or rather, someone be in touch. You just got handed off. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay, she just... She tries to flip a table and can't, so she just starts screaming and just storming around the forge. For those of you that felt a disturbance in the force, <laughs> for real, <laughs> the forge is a lava-laden, uh, coterminous place between the planes of the prime material and and the fields of creation, where earth and fire uh, merge into roiling lava. It is, it is a primal entity that uh, responds in kind. And as such, it has, you guys have noticed, with, with, with strong emotion here come uh, different reactions, bubbling of, of the fiery, boiling molten earth and the metals, the, the gentle tremors that seem to shift about the place. It is... Um, it is one of the reasons that Wyatt has uh, has very much um, made it a rule that either uh, he and his team are are present in the forge, as there are many side rooms that have been sort of uh, molten over that they are working on excavating through uh, through the use of magics and, and control control of elements, transmutations, right? Things like that. Or uh, that the uh, or that the, the actual smiths are working in there. 
but Wyatt refuses to, to let the research team essentially be in there at the same time as uh, very specifically Treasure and, and almost more specifically Bloodburner. So when he, when, when Sarai, uh, who's, who's a fairly even keeled, uh, at least in, in, uh, times of, uh, of, of peace. Yeah. Um, um, you. you're welcome. Uh, when, when her emotion begins to, to pick up almost, uh, without, without looking or without acknowledging, you just start to see Wyatt gathering his stuff and he is, he is making for the exit. I'm not apologizing. He didn't ask you to. He didn't ask what happened. He he, he didn't ask how big the room was. He cast get the fuck out. <laughs> so Esseride is having her conversations. The whole time. The whole time. Uh, where are where are our other friends at the moment? What are you What are you guys up to? Um, overall, we're we're kind of jumping through a period that is about about two months, I would say, um, at two to three. You guys are are going to be here for the majority of winter, right? There's no ability to travel back east in that time. So even if it's just talking about like what you guys would do to to pass those days. Uh, not all of you are smiths. Not all of you are are such people. But um, you, you're still here. You're still making a living. So, um, I think so. Clever Stitch uh, wants to learn to be more crafty. Okay. Um, and so he's gonna he's gonna spend some time kind of observing Thosen, but forging isn't gonna be his jam mm-hmm. i think he wants to get more into woodworking um and because he wants to be able to make his own bows especially with us being this far like you know nowhere near people yeah <laughs> if something happens gotta be able to shoot a bow or else he's just a cat <laughs> so <laughs> so uh i think he's gonna spend a lot of time trying to figure that out and also um like exploring the the nature of the arcane archery stuff that he has and how to like refine that and if it's from him or from the from the, the ether you know that sort yeah. of thing he's going to spend this time to do a lot of self discovery all right um yeah so during those those early months the early portions right when when we're still the forge is brand new everybody's super excited uh, it, it wreaks havoc on your on your kitty fur, uh, yeah. but it it also yeah. makes you want to like stretch out on the on the on the like heated tile. Also true. Also true. <laughs> like it's 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 really a a mixed blessing for for your tabaxi instincts, and um, and and so you're struggling through it. Uh, there there is warm floor for nap, yep. but warm floor is hot. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's mm. I don't I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, but uh, what I will say is that the druids of 
that are were were formerly in Beardrin's service, now in uh, Beardrin slash the Black King's service. You guys knew that there were uh, pretty extensive um, a druidic tradition among those dwarves, mm. and so part of their duty. And you guys are noticing there is a a restructuring of of all of the jobs throughout the Dwarven society, right? Whereas m- much of their previous work was focused on preservation, right? There is is now this this energized, focused sort of um, business about scouting the surface. Scouting other tunnels, clearing tunnels, right? Um, reclaiming portions of the Axe Lord's domain, uh, you know, con- rescouting the the frozen fjord of the north, right? All all of these sorts of things. And so, Clever Stitch, you have been uh, partly for for your tracking abilities as as well, definitely welcome among the druids in the surface expeditions, and. Yeah. Among those is they do some, they've been ordered to do some grove work in Ooh. in the valleys and through druidic magic have begun planting and, and growing um, evergreen sort of pines and, and those, those types of trees uh, to help insulate certain valleys. And redirect sort of the cold. If you've ever seen that that creepy picture of the one house that just has like trees all around it. Oh yes, it's it's yeah, it's a real it's thing in like Wisconsin, specifically to like block the wind. Uh, oh. So it, it's it's something else that uh, that they're sort of doing. And of mm-hmm. that, they they get they're gathering that wood. There are definitely. Uh, woodworkers, hoopers um, that you can dive into and, and participate with. Um, oh, yeah. Roll me a percentile, please. You got it. Uh, let's see. An 11. An 11. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we'll see how you do. We'll find it yeah. out. <laughs> oh. Fourteen. So, um what what you what you see, what they do show you is that um towards some of the top peaks, they have these milk white bonsai like like saplings that they are uh that some of them are working on on planting just on like sheer cliff faces. Um, and they, they, it's living wood, but it, it looks like an ice sculpture almost until you get to, to the leaves, until you get to those, those little, I guess they're still called leaves, even though they're more like little pine thingies. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. The the foliage. The the bonsai foliage. (laughs) Uh, and the. It's been the time trying to tell you that uh, 
as cold as it is, the heart trees, they do better in the, in the depths of it. The Felyards in the north used to produce these types, and we'd kept some saplings. We were hoping to start a grove of them. Well, grove is a bit of a bit of a word. You get three together, and it's a whoa, That's a quite the accomplishment. But in the meantime, it's uh, we're we're barely making one. Um, All right. How but, can I help? Uh, it, it's something we're gonna have to tend to and take take some special care of. But if we're able to, it, uh, the they say you make of them the uh, living bows, which are um, able to be to be planted still uh, for for steadiness. But also, there's a um, a connection between wielder and and uh, weapon. And uh, it's, it's a rare occurrence, and we dwarves prefer much more, uh, how to put it, uh, mechanically certain aspects, right? Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, you've been of great help, and the Black King does recognize all of your efforts, so we'll see if this one takes, shall we? Yes. Yes, let's. All right. You will begin tending. Okay. <laughs> so rather than go to the very, very warm forge, Clever Stitch spends his days climbing a very, very cold mountain to tend an Listen, icy... Uh, to go play a Christmas tree? Yeah, if that's not big cat energy, I don't know what is. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Luckily, he is a snow leopard to Baxi, so True. he's fine. Yeah. He would like to be at home in front of the hearth, sitting on the warm tile, but this will get him a fancy bow, maybe. If those dwarves put little baubles on the tree branches, it's over, man. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, What else are people up to? Apparently, I'm in timeout in one of the corners, away from the forge. Probably playing solitaire with Bloodburner because I'm not allowed near the forge while the smart people are there. <laughs> Who is Bloodburner? Bloodburner. Oh, I know is... it's the act, but like if if Helen Mirren is Dawnbringer, who is Bloodbringer? That's part of what Treasure is going to find out. She's still got a lot of learning to do with him, and and properly meeting him and hopefully he's got an axe head by now it, it takes the better part of yeah i i mean the we'll say he he maybe has half a head like one of the one of the two one of the two heads um because it takes the better part of a month for even the master forgers of thosen and the fire giants, their their cumulative efforts under the instructions of Bloodburner, and and granted, Bloodburner isn't uh, he's not the smartest of sentient weapons. He he isn't. He he he's uh, he's got a ten in intelligence. He's not dumb, um, 
so his ability to communicate the, the specific forging practices of what is a, a lost forging art, right, are limited. This is going to go great. Because Treasure's just going to be trying to communicate some of this. <laughs> and he, he'll speak for... He speaks on his own, too. And But okay. you definitely get the feeling, Treasure, that there is... He is... Uh, I won't say quick, but he, he will... Um, I get the feeling you at some point had to be like, Hey, man, maybe don't talk to everybody that way. So instead, he's now learned to talk to you specifically of all of his rage issues um, because he blood burners got one, got one, uh, one switch on the dial. Right. Um, and it's, and it's anger. That's how he responds to literally everything. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, you're well, yeah, he'll spend time with you, but it, it takes time because these are mythic, they're legendary, these are, these are weapons of, of the highest magical abilities, right? And, um, I think Patrick sure. Warburton's a little too calm, uh, for, for Florida man, Florida man. Well, there, there is that. No, I, I don't. I think once you meet him, I'm starting to think in the terms of WWE wrestlers. That's where my mind is going. It's you. You know who it is? It's this. It's it's Paul Heyman specifically saying Brock Lesnar. That that is that is what uh, Bloodburner sounds like all the time. Brock Lesnar. He's like I want cheese with that right like that's just yes i am taking a steel chair to blood burner first chance i get just out of principle I, well and and he no sells it uh that's you know uh, i i feel you i feel you on the principle but like you want to know what he sounds like that's what he sounds like <laughs> She's going to sit with him, you know, get to know him better, obviously, because there's there's got to be some uh, partnership going on in this. I don't swing axe. Axe doesn't get swung. Nothing gets done. There's a whole lot that kind of goes with this. Yes, yes. Work together. I get it. And uh, I, I know we we have to work on some social skills, but if you want to... Go at an 11, at least when you're talking to me. That's all good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get you all sorted out. She's saying this as she's playing solitaire with the cards because she is probably in another room with Bloodburner. They probably come and pick up Bloodburner whenever they need to fit him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, can, be in, you can be in the um, in the forge when they're working on him. They just realize that working on Bloodburner specifically and doing you know, actual research, those two, those two things don't, they don't jive, my dude. Um, And and having Bloodburner there, there is, 
a deep need for intense emotion. Uh, almost more so with Bloodburner than any other arm of the Fated. Uh, because of the nature of barbarians, because of the well of strength that they that they draw on. It is integral to to the process. And um and he and he tries to explain it. I understand that they require such focus, but you have to understand. I am an instrument of will, of art. I am an expression of the primal. I am not the wonder maker. I am not something that is designed. I am something that is experienced to build upon me. You must know me. Well, you know what? I think you are right. So I heard that there was some tunnels that needed some clearing up. Why don't we go experience and express all over that? Yes. Yes. The tunnels. The tunnels have obscured me from my true destination. We will rage on them. That sounds fantastic. And in the meantime, you can explain to me why I exploded in tentacles and if any other crazy shit is going to happen. Anger spills forth in many different ways. The rage that those feel within can manifest itself as primal forces of nature, the storms above, the spirits of the animal, the blood frenzy, my personal favorite. I absolutely love the blood frenzy, and it is there that your hatred of magic has manifested itself in a self-destructive nature, calling forth what ye have long since shunned. But that is fine. Feeds me. To the tunnels. <laughs> she just happily hefts the <laughs> half Hey, Wyatt, which tunnel do you need cleared out? <laughs> There's no Wyatt. He's not nearby. You gotta pick on your own. No, man. Why? Wyatt's smart enough not to be here during this. You go to the forge, Wyatt goes, mm, I don't... Mm -mm. Nope. Spent too long working on these scrolls. Nearly died getting here. Not going to have lava drop on my head. No, thank you. I'm just going to... I'm going to fuck right off and have an expedition with the Black King. Uh, there's plenty of things for me to dig up over there. Wyatt has become the new scrapers to treasure just being in the vicinity. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's going to uh, look around and see if there's anybody that can direct her to what tunnel needs clearing and leveling. Because she's assuming with the mood that he's, that Bloodburner's in, this is a, you absolutely positively need the city block leveled overnight. Sure, yeah. And you do. You you you, you definitely find use in, and, um, and help with that. And there are some things you learn about Bloodburner. It, it is... Very much the way it is, it, it talks about it in in the description, right? Um, 
sorry, I'm opening it up to remind myself specifically how I worded this, right? Anything that is... Efforts that aren't seen to be progressing towards solving not just his problems, but but treasures and a lot of those a lot of the uh, responsibilities that were sort of hoisted upon treasure um, the things that she ran away from the things that that she sort of chafed under a lot of those uh, expectations whereas before treasure's always sort of been able to kind of laugh through it and and shrug off a fair amount of that how much that genuinely upsets her is is that much closer to the surface with with bloodburner present and it is the idea of having to live with whatever it is that treasure sees as an injustice or a wrong is is too difficult to just sit through whereas it may not have been before um We'll leave treasure with that for a few moments. Who else is is? Yeah, with that. Who? Uh, what else have we got? Well, uh, there were a couple things that I was trying to see if I can get them made. Yeah, uh, the necklace by now should be done. So I'll just hang on to that and wait until treasure is done slamming her axe into the side of a mountain. Because no, nah, I'm dodgy, but I'm not that dodgy. Right. Don't want to test that that out. <laughs> I I get it. Absolutely. Uncanny Dodge can only do so much. It's true. Um, but yeah, there was the uh, the Obsidian Blade. Yeah. And and a, another request, but okay, I can, I can wait. Well, the so I, I will say, because you have the time now with this Obsidian Blade, and you have the favor of the Black King between, between the Smiths, the Druids, the Giants, um, all of these individuals, it... it the possibilities open up more, right? Um, before you were you were just kind of getting the physical object within within the week, right? But as these days turn to weeks and the weeks turn to months, the possibilities for whatever type of enchantment or style or um, end product you're really looking for with this obsidian blade is. Um, the possibilities continue to expand. So, you know, you, you, you can just pick it up as, as a, a mundane, if special blade, right? Sort of the way a silvered blade or a, um, adamantine blade, they're technically not magic, but they do bypass certain resistances, right? Same thing with the obsidian blade. It would, it would bypass similar resistances for specific creatures and criticals probably leave, shards in it in the enemy to to have like a bleeding effect i would say um but if if there was more that you wanted to get out of that 
At least for that one, maybe at most like a plus one, just so it's a little tougher. Yeah. So it won't chip as easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because as is, that that blade's breaking every every swing it makes, you know. Um, But yeah, absolutely. With the the plus one enchantment, it is... um, Takes a couple of weeks, but that's that's not a problem. That sorts itself out for you. Um, yep. The other two things that I was looking at, mm-hmm. one of them was seeing if it might be possible to find somebody who can teach me how to use a forgery kit. Because especially after talking with Treasure about some of the stuff that's gone on there and potentially dealing with lawyers later, as in her in-laws, um... We, we got a couple ideas in the works, but we might need some documents. And I figure forgery kit might be useful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you definitely can. Well, roll me a percentile, please. Eleven. Eleven. Eleven is the number of the night, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Um, you there. I will say that there is an older dwarf that is proficient with uh, forgery and can probably teach you like the base proficiency if uh, if you take the time to learn it. He is by no means a master forger, and uh, you suspect if you're if you're going to be trying to out to forge documents for the city of brass or for the duskwoods or, or people that are of that level. Um, you probably wouldn't trust him to do it. You, you might need some, like a, a specialty set of tools or like a master class. but as far as getting a base proficiency, yeah, he, he can, he can probably get you that. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll need to pay, pay the, what is it 25 gold pieces a week uh 10 weeks minus your intelligence modifier you gain proficiency in that uh we're gonna assume just for ease of calculation 12 weeks more or less that you guys spend spent here cool so i'll do the math on the money and i'll put up the proficiency i'll add to my sheet bits okay yeah that sounds good so rock Oh, I'm sorry, Talroth. Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, there was just one last thing, Mm -hmm. and it is just a question to see if the Smiths are willing to do it about potentially turning the two swords for the Household Reign into a double-bladed. I'm... uh, I'm going to say that without an Elven Smith specifically, because they are... It is an Elven Blade... They, the dwarves would, and the dwarves and the giants, because uh, their school, the forge could do it, right? But but the, their school of forging is different. Um, I mean, you know, it. <clears throat> if it was as simple as you know, sticking a, a a brick of iron right here and heating it up and jabbing them together, you could do that. But uh, it it's gonna it's gonna interrupt. All of the magic. I mean, at best, you you get the you get the um, weird pointy bit that has 
you know, like a like a low-level enchantment on it. But um, as far as all the rest of this wind magic and and moving and all all of that, that's that's just not that's not gonna that's not gonna fly. Nah, I understand. I mean. I figured it was just worth asking just to be on the safe side. I mean, not too familiar how magic works myself, so I, I just didn't know. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I wish you could. I mean, it seems like it'd be, it'd be pretty cool, but uh, yeah, it's what I get. Well, thank you very kindly for your time. Right, right. Sirak. What have you been up to? Um, I am going to spend time uh, searching out the uh, weak points in the planar uh, walls. Hmm. And uh, just uh, spend my time studying uh, the intersection of planes that is the forge. Yeah, there there is a tremendous amount of forge energy and planar energy that definitely um, permeates every every inch of this place. Uh, okay. It was asked for on your behalf. A means of traveling through the planes. Um, yeah, you can. Um, the oh, well, no, that's that's not going to work. I apologize. I saw something cool. I was like, oh yeah, I can give that. No, no, I can't. Sorry, sorry. We're 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 at nine, nine not nineteen. It it doesn't. I just I can't. You know. Okay. Well, now now I got to know what it was. I uh, I I was I was. So I have some items in mind for the Black King to sort of give you as far as like planar travel. Um, the cube one, the cube of gates, I think is really cool, but it's very rare. I was looking maybe like a well to many worlds, but then I was looking at some of the newer stuff and it's like. Ori of the Wanderer. And I was like, ooh, that, sound, that sounds cool, right? And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complex interplay of planar and magical realms. I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds right up Sirach's alley. Yeah, oh, it's, an, it's an artifact. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it does shit. I have to, it's a, it's, it's the blood burner set of paragraphs, basically. When yeah. I scroll through and it's like, yeah, minor beneficial, major beneficial, major detrimental properties. I'm like, oh, that's I'm not ready to deal with that bullshit just yet. We're gonna we're gonna ease on down the road for that. So I don't down. Yeah. So apologies uh for no worries. for the tease on uh on that one. Um, it looks like, uh, since you guys are just a, a hint too low, I think a limited is going to be, is going to be it. Um, so the, the black king is going to call you in. 
and um, Zorak, I've my people have told me that you have been working diligently the days and nights mapping the plains of specifically those around the forge and um, I was wondering if you'd share with me any information you might you might have had at this point. Voila! And he'll start going in and explaining some of the uh, some of the more interesting interplays between uh, magic and planar disciplines that are happening on the with like the border planes and the creation planes that are going on there. That he's been able to snuff out at this point. There was a division of mine that I had once among my subjects. They were sentinels of these different dimensions. But moreover, they were a division that I wish I had founded much sooner. They always knew that the lands of the West were dangerous, that um, the dragons were as deadly an enemy as any of the avatars of the great game. It was not... uh, was not able to establish what I had hoped to do. Find a... um, safe haven for my people or an escape exit a um, back door perhaps I had this commissioned and it was something that um, sat with me for a very long time and he he produces um, small Three inch. This is one inch, but it's a big three inch cube, right? Oh, oh, crap. I realized her wooden cubes are actually probably the perfect size. Not within arm's reach, letting it go. Um, all, each side has sort of this this red button. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of these. Usually they come attuned to different planes of existence. Fortunately, this one never had that opportunity. And um, while this will return you to the prime material, I was hoping as you all were continuing about your days, were you to spend any time in these other planes that you would um, map them onto this cube for me? Well, for us. It, um... I don't want to scare anyone that we would require such a retreat 
the dwarves, the giants, they've been through a lot. And they are in a place now where they are buoyed. But my people have suffered. And a Moradin's beard, I know we will suffer more. I'd like to lay this responsibility upon you, if you accept it. Ah, uh, it's always good to have a, have a plan B. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I accept that. I accept that. Well, I hope you understand. This stays mostly between us. As he reaches out to grab it and, like, puts it in his bag, already forgotten. What cube? Who's got cubes? I I don't know. Who has a cube? Yeah, no, he's he appreciates it. He kind of gives you a a little a little smile, um, and you guys, you know, you go about back about your day. Uh, You could uh, make me make me investigation check with advantage, Sirac. That's it. Two and a seven with a plus one, so that's going to be an eight. Wow. Okay. Investigation is not my strong suit. Great. Make me an arcana check with advantage. Uh, that's a two and a sixteen plus one for seventeen. Great. It's going to take you the better part of two months. Um just to figure out what this thing is the cube no the cube's easy yeah you you oh. you yeah man you go to a place you you push the button it attunes you can cast spells out of it basically but it's useless right now because it, it only has the prime material on it what yeah. you what you do spend your time discovering is you you have a hmm, you have a a confident um 60%, 70% thought that uh, you could lead or open or find portals to the uh, plane of fire and to the plane of earth from this area. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're spending your time mapping and, and looking for. Um, but there there are areas where those Energies overlap in a denser nature to the point where they are able to sort of be be pierced with uh, certain magical rituals. And so this is the effort that you spend your time doing. Um, could a wizard have done it faster? Almost certainly. But you are, uh, you again, investigation, not your strong suit. <laughs> and, but you do it. That's And I'm also trying to keep this secret from everyone. I'm not yes. one people yeah. to know. Exactly. Yeah. So... It you, you are able to accomplish it. It does very well, you know, for you. It's just it's a ch- it's a longer chunk of time than uh, yeah than you would like. You know, like if you if you're ever sitting around with the other planar warriors at some point and they're they're telling stories, you're gonna you're gonna shave some weeks off of this one, right? I do my best at like just coming up with excuses to leave and go deep into the into the cavernous tunnels and just oh, I gotta go defrost the gotta go defrost the anvil and then just off and away. 
here's what I love. You guys all have breakfast together in the morning. Clever Stitch makes his excuse to go up to the top of a mountain. Sirac make his, makes his excuse to go away. Saride makes hers. And then Tauroth makes his to just not be around in case Treasure uh, freaks out with the, with the giant hammer. I'm, I'm kidding. I, I tease. But it's, <laughs> it's a funny, funny scene in my head. Um, and we all think we're being so surreptitious the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> Just the, like each of us walking away going, those idiots don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> I will say like, as the days progress, the more sending stuff she does, she's not, she's not trying to keep it from anybody. Yeah. It's just more, I don't know. She's a private person, but she definitely walks away from the breakfast table, like angry mom on the cell phone. <laughs> Yeah. I've been on hold for three... Alright, good morning, everyone. I've been on the hold for three fucking weeks. You will answer me right now, you son of a bitch. And she, like, just, you know. What is that? Is that from somebody? Okay, that's... Ah, aha. Alright, that makes sense. I apologize. Um. So the days turn to weeks, and the weeks stretch on to months. There is Saride. Um, about a week after your your last conversation with um, with him, you could call him Dick Face. It's fine. Yeah. There is a arrival. Um. The alarms rouse most of you. You've gotten used to dwarven timekeeping, which is very much like six-hour shifts on a on a ship, right? They because um, under the mountain there's no sun. They don't that don't bother them. Um, they decide when they're up and when they're and when they're not. There is coming from there is an, an alarm that sounds and, and then bells begin begin to ring out and so coming from the center portion of uh, coming from the king's dining hall right that has been completely sort of revamped and and remade uh, you see soldiers rushing in in that direction. And I'm assuming you guys are, are rushing to join the the action, the moments. You guys come charging in and, and preparing to burst into uh, into the room. Right? And as you do you look upon the dwarves that have taken the time to encircle this standing figure. Um, Sarai, I'd like you to make a history check. Twenty-five. Okay. Jerry? It is not... Uh, a. <laughs> it is not Jerry. Unfortunately, you 
you wish it were. But there is this feminine form. Um, she Her armor is sort of sliding off to the to the sides um she looks a bit haggard um it's not somebody that you recognize but what you do catch and and notice is that beneath the armor beneath the clothing that that she has where the skin is there is this pattern this sort of night sky starry nature that has made up the bulk of her skin, the bulk of her body, her entity. And her face sort of slides in and out of it as as she goes, as she speaks. And when she does, she speaks in the echoes of of multiple voices or the same voice layered on top of itself multiple times and she is addressing the black king when you all have have made your way in i i i have come on News. Service. At the request of one Saraid Landir. What you remember as she says your name is in your father's documents, in your father's um, notes about potential enemies and and sort of the wide array of defenses that these phase cities implement, right? There was one that was along the uh, definitely down at the bottom of the list and, and we're talking in, in the section of the um, never do this it, it's pure it's pure blasphemy um, it's called a, a primal rebirth and from what you remember it is the idea that um, it's it's like a reverse reincarnation instead of instead of continuing to ascend up to to a form of Nirvana right? It would be for the soldiers of the Fae uh, upon their death to rise again. And as their body uh, begins to fill with this night sky, that, that is their self, their um, their soul, their immortality, uh, degenerating back into pure Fae wild chaos. Um, and it it was an idea um, put forth very long ago uh, for should the should the Fey ever face an army of overwhelming numbers. Um, I 
Okay. Shit. Um, Cody, if it's all right, um, yeah. upon seeing this, um, Sirak, not knowing what is going on, would have uh, expended um, one of his prime primeval awarenesses and to sense whether this was an aberration, celestial, dragon, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. Um, f definitely fey. And there yeah. is there is a type of undeath about it. He's going to, like, sidestep over to Saride and just be like, uh, I think this I think this might be one, one of your things, but it's but got it's... a little bit of uh, undeadness to it, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, it seems a little bit weird. Is this one of the, one of the bad fae? No. Um, has the Black King addressed this at all um so he yeah he well he stopped people because because the soldiers came in ready ready to tumble um she doesn't hasn't made any any aggressive movements um so he he you see him prepare to to um basically he's like someone fetch me oh today you mean this mage? This mage. Um, she'll, she'll, uh, of, of course, and then uh, slip into uh, Sylvan. Um, what's your name, friend? I have long since lost my name. I am of the Ghost Blade now. Is that like that? Ugh. Never mind. Like we we fought something before. It was like elves that when they're the last of their line, they become a thing. Is that this or is this different? Uh, different. Different. Okay. Okay. Sim similar. Different. Same ballpark, same sport. Different. Softball or baseball? Okay. Um, apologies to anyone who plays those. I. They have similar looking bases to me. That's about all I got. Um, I mean, they, essentially, they're the same game, just with a different ball and some different pitching methods. That's what I thought, but I also was like, I didn't want to. I don't know. Anyway, so, um, sorry, when I panic, I start talking sports that I know nothing about. Um, did Shania send you then? I am here at his order upon your request. No one else, just you. I am to speak with you and assess what it is that you are seeking. Also, what the state of the Prime Material is. You must be very tired after your journey. May I, um, may I suggest that you take some rest, uh, maybe wash up a bit, and then after a moment we can reconvene and she'll look to the to Black King and uh, have an, a proper audience then. I appreciate your consideration. I suffer no longer exhaustion, but I will await your convenience. You are very kind. 
um, she'll kind of um, motion to the Black King. Your, Your Highness, you wanted to discuss something in your chambers? Of course. Please. This way. And he very quickly picking up on on what it is you are putting down leads you guys uh, to ride and and he'll he kind of looks to see if other people are joining or if it's just to ride. Uh, uh, She's gonna call out to Thosin in um, Elven and say, "Will you please stay with her and, and look after her and be nice? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Approach slowly. Don't show your teeth." Okay. In the Black King's chamber, you see it is relatively sparse. There's not there's not a ton of um, finery or comfort to it. You don't know that he necessarily sleeps. Who does? Um, she is long like she she every day she sort of switches between um, spring and summer. Okay, depending okay. on if she's gotten a phone call. Or not. <laughs> um, She's probably in spring right now, but she's a little frantic. Um, and she gets kind of close to him to speaking as quietly as she dares, uh-huh. just in case. Um, she's, listen, um, in order for this to work, she needs to think that you're going to kill us if we don't get with reinforcements from the Spire. Does that make sense? I, I do, but I think she's so... Uh, ghostly, if it were. I, I, I don't... Apologies if that's offensive. I, um, I time among the fays. Uh, Neil. Truth. Truth. But... Yeah, perhaps there's an opportunity before we set about making deals for us to learn what it is that she wants. Once feels like a wrong word here, doesn't it? Um, let's not give up too much is what I am trying to say fine I mean that's why you're king I suppose but you know just please know that you should always have in your back pocket at all times as a good ruler threat of imminent death right oh yeah no of course yeah good have to have that that does also when I messaged them and asked for reinforcements I told them that's why we needed them now because they weren't really listening to me otherwise. All right, all right. Um, all right. And honestly, that's on me. Your Highness, I may have oversold my position uh, back at Shailor Lander a little bit much. Um, however, I want to thank you for your patience, uh, your overwhelming generosity and kindness uh, to my friends who have not technically deceived you and who have been working very diligently to make sure that your everything is is working and just you know he um the the fact that you deceived or oversold deceived him and or oversold your position is not uh is not ignored nor is it lost on him but it is not addressed either it is uh, he he is a good and smart king. He has backburnered that uh, for for now. 
That's a, it's a later Black King problem. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool. Wonderful. Um, then let's uh, let's go meet her. Ready? Uh, the the door slams open for the Black King to just give a little, little more kingliness, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Sarait, I believe you have a moment to, um, why don't you discuss with your ally what it is that we have, we require of them? Of course, my liege. She will bow, and then talk to, um, I'm gonna call her Stella. Okay. She has starry, starry night skin. Aww. Yeah. Um, so, Stella, do you mind if I call you Stella? Great. Um, what is it that you need from us? I have been sent to assess your situation as well as the situation of the Prime Material Plane in regards to the ongoing Fey Wild conflicts. Right. Um, we require... Uh, is garrison the right word? Garrison's a good word. Yeah. Okay. Um, we require a garrison of men, of, of people to make up for personnel that were lost in a, a previous conflict between the Black King's forces and primeval um, force of winter that reanimated and corrupted one-fourth of his people. Primeval forces of winter are another deserter. Possibly. Um, he's a good king. And I think having uh, having some of the tower's influence on the prime material is never a bad thing. The only other one I know about is uh, it's a little bit further east. What city? The zoo. Yes. I understand. Not a zoo. She not a zoo. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, what is it, Eight Tears of Shea Lorraine, or something like that. Yeah. Because well, that's me. I don't, I don't fucking know anymore. It's fine. We're good. Don't worry about it. You say the appropriate Sylvan slash Faye word, and, and, and she hears it. Uh, their departure was early conflict. What is this conflict you keep talking about? And Ashania had said something about forces being thin. And no offense, madam, but your presence is a bit startling. May I inquire as to what, what the hell is going on back home? 
There is a great many things I am not authorized to tell you, but this garrison you speak of, it could hold citizens as well as soldiers. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd also be able to access the forge and work with the, the fire giants and the dwarves to to remake or augment or whatever whatever arms or armaments you might need. This is a optimal situation. It was as we had hoped. I will deliver this information and I would anticipate immediate contact. To be clear, very importantly, you're not coming in here as conquerors, you're coming in here as allies. I think you'll find our arrival are more akin to refugees. And with that, she plane shifts out. She, her, her face drops. She looks very ashen. She looks back to the king. And, well, you should be getting people soon. It, it um, no, mind you, my Sylvan is a bit, eh, but, you know, uh, I'm hoping the opportunity to speak with your, um, I'm gonna say this, and, um, I know it has the potential to offend, but, uh, right, I'm the king, and there is the matter of the deception there, um, <clears throat> You knew I was looking for living subjects, right? Like, I knew you might have been like, oh, dead king, give him some dead people. I really was preferring live ones. So that's just rude. Like, okay, she's, uh uh, that's just rude, your majesty. You have been very good to us, and I appreciate everything, but that is absolutely not my doing. That is abhorrent. That is something that never should be done. And when my father was alive, it never would have been done. I have no idea what Sean's doing up there, running rampant and raising people from the dead like a fucking idiot just because I thought he would because he is selfish and spineless and does this all the time. And if he had managed things better from the start, like my father would have, then there wouldn't be this problem. But now we're dealing with Stella and that is just the way that things are. And I had no idea that that was happening. Did you think that I get some sort of like elven digest where they go, oh, by the way, we've started retroactively raising people because we're out of bodies. No! I gave up my subscription the minute I moved down here to the Prime Material and started shacking up with that giant green beef monster. Now, I am giving you what I can. I apologize. But you are not the only person who is deceived here. I thought at least I get someone that I recognize or someone who I went to school with and she is now starting to get a little starry-eyed and she just sort of almost just stops and like puts her hands on her knees and starts breathing. I would I would like everyone else to make me perception checks. Uh, 
Oh, is that what she looks like? Yeah. Eleven. You can use your passive as a floor if it matters. That's seven plus twelve, eight nines for a nineteen, but my passive is twenty-two. Okay. Twenty. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Treasure, you are very you are very enthralled in um in this rant that Saride has has gone on. Um, Clever Stitch, Sirach, Tauroth. Uh, Sirach and Tauroth. So no, I'm, no, I'm right there with I you. thought your passive was 13. Oh, shit. Passive is 13. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Well, never mind. Sirach and Tauroth, you immediately notice uh, when this happens. Clever Stitch, you're watching the rant and, you, and you're looking back and forth and you look at the Black King and you realize he's not looking at Sirach at all. Um, he's, in fact, looking past her. And you look past her. And there is a, and you all, except for Saride, because uh, she is mid-rant, and Treasure, who is enthralled by said rant, uh, look past her to see a very distinguished, although battle-haggard, um, Fay Thorn, Shane, uh, Sean, standing, having just plane shifted in as she is as she is ranting about him. <laughs> and the, the I, I see Sirac, I see Sirac notice this. I just kind of put my hand on her shoulder. Uh, this is going to get good. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Y'all don't know what he looks like. You've never met him before. No, but there is suddenly a fae standing there. Yeah. Uh, as you've uh, been yelling and <laughs> <laughs> complaining about them. <laughs> Stitch is just gonna, like, kind of drop jawed. Hi there! How's it Treasure's going? Like, I've lear- Treasure's like, I've learned so many new Sylvan words today! I'm sorry, Your Majesty. I'm sorry. The insinuation that this was my fault is below you. Does she notice he's not looking at her now? Yeah, now, now, now you notice. You notice that everyone has has done the, you, done the, um, yeah, yeah. They're all looking past all behind you. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. How far away from me is he? Mm, Ten feet, fifteen feet. She's going to rush up and, like, put her hands on his shoulder to see if he's really there, if it's, like, if it nope. goes through. No, he's there, having having just arrived. Your Majesty, may I introduce Shanye of the Thorns of Shalar Linder. Formerly. Shalar Linder. I have an immediate need for some several hundred citizens and soldiers. And we will 
uphold whatever deal has been made on our behalf by Saraid good faith. But there is a, um, a matter of time where these good people I understand that you seem to have abominations about your personage if the description is apt. Indeed it is, my liege. They are not for this plane, nor would I attempt to darken your kingdom such a sky but what true they blooded subjects the broken courts I have at my protection and at my disposal I would lay both at your mercy and service and what numbers are we speaking of nice some thousand or two Right. Hey, Drake. Oi, my leash. Make it Gather the rock and lead him down to the chamber and take this Ashonye to see that this matter is put to rest. Let us welcome our new Allies. The moments that happen next come very quickly. Hadric gathers Sirach. You seemingly don't know why initially, but you are led back down to the Black King's Chamber where these portals that have been utilized between the different um, chambers your cube is added to the machinery. Very secretly, between purely Hadric and and it is upon instruction to Ashanye that it is attuned through his own plane shifting artifacts to the Feywild. Specifically in the Feywild, where his people are. Much the way you and your caravan had walked through a very large gate portal. Another one opens. Those of you that have any desire to follow them can. As the Black King does so. And so too do his soldiers. As he walks through the streets. Um, Sirach and Hadric having rushed ahead. He barks out orders calling for food, for medicine, or whatever he can think of. The gate bursts to life. And as you are all down there now, the Black King is still on his way. The King's Guard 
forming their dwarven phalanx, shields and axes. Some of the giants taking up flanking positions. The portal opens. You've only felt it a few other times. The heat from the forge, the planar distance. But as the portal opens, there's a wind. Terrible, gusting, hurricane-like force of wind. Dwarves hunker down, their squat bodies giving them a low center of gravity, their shields scraping along the cobblestones. But it's not the wind that you hear. It's the sand. It's the sand pelting into their heavy armor, stripping the paint and filigree embellishments. Shania steps through, and almost an instant later, Bay, nymphs, dryads, satyrs, Eladrin, or Eladrin, both. Most seasons represented some elves. Rushed in, the dwarves breaking line, bring them in. The wild and lifelike colors of their clothes, or what you would anticipate them to have, no longer shown. Mostly browns. Sandy browns. Many of them wearing loose flowing clothes rather than the forest adorned tight leathers you might have expected. Many with veils, scarves covering their face their heads far more arid climate than you would have expected. Sarai, this is not the Feywild dress you expected or, or ever knew. The portal remains open as the refugees are coming through. If any of you would like to go through to look or investigate. Treasure. Yep. Uh, I know a sandstorm when I see it. I've been in a few. So, yes, you'd have. Hoofing it through, looking at Bloodburner and saying, We may have to crack some skulls, so get ready. I have no idea what's on the other side of there. Lay these sands to glass with our fire. Um, Talroth, uh, and Sirach, you guys have, you are the two that have not volunteered to go through. Am I, I'm just confirming that you wish to stay prime material side. With no, uh, <laughs> last chance. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stay here as. Okay. That's where your cube is. Operator. Yeah. I get, I got it. That's a that's an awesome cube, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't leave that alone either. We're like, nah, I, dude. I, I I I quietly speak the Eldrin word for sandstorm, the Sylvan word for sandstorm. Okay. And just say Darude into the box to try to keep the portal open as long as I can. Mm-hmm. He's a cube operator. <laughs> cube operator. All right. 
as the trio of you step through. We're going to take a break. So we are going to be back in 10 minutes. It is, uh, what? what's the real time? 9.24. We'll be back at 9.35. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Do remember afterwards we have those uh, PvP announcements and that PvP show coming up. So we'll see you in just a few minutes. But until then, stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. I didn't realize that Matthew hadn't sat down yet. I just jumped in there oh his curtain he's i'm all right he's ready <laughs> with me tonight we have matthew i'm playing clover stitch the tabaxi arcane archer <laughs> i'm megan i'm playing saride landir the eldrin glamour bard i'm eric and i'm playing sarak the aracocra horizon walker ranger Hey all, this is Maz. I'm playing Tavaroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. And I'm Kez, and I'm playing Treasure Nightcrafter, the Tiefling Barbarian. All right. When last we left our heroes, the Black King was accepting uh, refugees uh, from the Chaunier, and uh, that had been uh, some of the soldiers and citizens that had been promised to populate the frozen fjord of the north. And so the portal... To this this massive arcane gate powered by ancient eldritch machines uh, and Sirach's gentle whispers uh, are holding it open. Saride, Clever Stitch, and Treasure step through the portal as the sandblast of wind uh, comes rushing against your faces. And as you step on to the other side, immediately your feet um, depress into what is loose, wild uh, sand. And as you stare out, it is the it is the dunes of the Sahara. Rolling and massive. And where there was once Sarai, you, you've never seen a desert in the in the Feywild at all. That that is. I've never seen one in my life before. Yeah, it is antithetical to to the existence of of the Feywild. Um, I would like the three of you. Uh, you can make perception checks. You can use your passive as a floor. So passive of thirteen. 20. Dirty 20. Okay. As you guys are looking out, Clever Stitch, you're, you're mostly focused on the people, on the, the refugees trying to help them. There are many carts and, and sort of fey beasts that are being kind of pulled back and, and you know, people are trying to, to grab what they can. You can hear underneath the howl and the the pinging of what is stinging, almost shredding sand uh, grains that are just whipping into your fur, into your uh, your your body, your armor. It it creates this noise of 
just like rain but shredding um it is cacophonous maddening almost um so ride and treasure you guys look out um so ride treasure let me start there treasure you see sort of the outline uh, of a shadow of a of a city um and it, it is in the distance it is kind of you're getting mostly silhouette um and near the silhouette you can see down uh kind of off in front of it these would look like at first massive dunes massive hills but and they and they may be they may be on hills you're not quite sure but at the top as the wind sort of shifts there are definitely hard pyramids triangles atop them sort of in the foreground of this of this city silhouette so ride you see this as well but you recognize the city it is or rather was Shay Laura Lindar uh, it was your home um, between here and there there's nothing but sand harsh and coarse and, and everything um, you stand dumbfounded for as long as you all can as, as the portal is opened and, and people are rushing in the sounds of the battle begin to tick ever closer still a distance away you can tell that this refugee camp, this caravan that it may have been, um, is under assault. And you can see the ghost blades, the face soldiers that have given themselves to this chaos, standing in stark defiant combative contrast the the glow of their night of their starborn chaotic life-filled brilliance against the backdrop of dull brown white the creatures they fight are thin skeletal now, it seems as though they do have some flesh, dried, preserved, mummified flesh of horse and of people. You can see in the sands these mummified faces great lords whipping the storm into a fury the fae finally the last of them crossing into the portal I know what it is Megan knows what it is Ashanye grabs 
you all dragging you back through the portal. There is in front of it a foot of sand or laid out portal snaps closed. The refugees are tended to most of them dehydrated given water food taken welcomed by the dwarves you all are led back to a private place moment for you all to think the Chanier there with you once people get settled some hours Is there anything there that would have been, considering this was desert-ish type area, anything there I can recall from my time at Jalen Arsai that would help? Make, or make, would identify Make it history again? check. Yeah, go for it. Make history check. Um, and Professor Treasure's back. Yeah. With her nat 20 for total 24. All right. Professor Treasure uh, you heard many stories there are ancient tales of of an ancient civilization it's part of the delve actually right some bug worshipping some some you know some ancient pyramids some crypts some mummies that this is your sand life filled this is your jam man you you know all about this and um, there's, you know, they continue to do research. Um, once upon a time, this ancient kingdom was buried beneath the sands. Uh, it was a danger. It was, uh, some people have a theory that these, this ancient civilization of, of mummified and now undead uh, lords were once allies of, of the Fae, banished to the prime material world that they would not be able to to corrupt it. They weren't given a, a place. And some people say that those lords, about 70 or 80 years ago, uh, had returned from a place of imprisonment and would come to reclaim Jalen or Sai. They never did. They did return to seek vengeance, having been read from Dreadhold. What sort of assholes would do that? God. Made as a part of an errant deal to escape a deadly prison. The deadliest of prisons that once held the last living Lunarchist, the Free Arcadian Coalition of Knights, they accepted a deal with ancient mummy lords to return them to the Feywild. What a bunch of a-holes. What a bunch of a-holes. That, kids, is how you do a callback a whole campaign later. 
treasure, of course, imparts this little bit of Jalen Arzai knowledge yeah. onto the party. Yeah, but it was, I mean, it's blurred between history and legend, and it's its kind of a weird place. But I'm guessing it's more on the side of history. I haven't seen all that. It started many years ago, but um, there was a... I began in the summer courts, showing you Atelier, having heard a bit of the explanation. Titania stood firm, stood very firm against the against the sands, sand lords. The Fay of the noonday sun. Their court is city of glass burnt and buried spring and fall that'll next border cities the Shays tears of Shay Lorraine escaped to the prime material haven't heard much from the other Shays And they came to Laura Lindar we held. We held for for years. Made some terrible decisions. Responsibility of which I take. But the roses dried up. The thorns became brittle. The life, like blood, drained from the land. Every death, another grain of sand. There is some hope yet that the Mabs of the Winter Court might still remain. But the greatest thing the sons did was divide us. Very difficult to reach the other courts, very difficult to reach the other cities, even with word, message. Hearing from you, I was afraid that we might remind the sands, those choking sands, another world to conquer. The ghost blades are fading, and I am very sorry to be here now. But loyalty and subjects and home with water is part of the deal. And, and each of these little saplings, its roses, its thorns, but each of us would grace this black king 
Beauty. Skill. What it's worth. Sorry. Who, who are they raising? They're raising the forgotten. Those at the dawn of creation. Back when they were our allies. No one knew her? Not that I know of, no. They seem to revile our dead as much as our living. Are they at least leaving them be? Best we can tell. Buried beneath oil of sand. What do you need? us what we need. We're here. I need a place to put these Eladrin, to feed them, water them, train them, give them a moment of peace. As far as saving the Feywild, uh, we, we should contact the eight tiers of Shailorain, see what they know. See if anyone has heard from the other courts. The fall. The winter. Doubt the spring survived. Maybe. Doubt many of them survived. But again. Maybe. The Feywild hasn't begun to spill over into the prime material yet but it's only a matter of time there's no telling but um, that's what I know someday I live long enough says the what would normally be a mortal but you can tell the Feywild was a place of wild magic wild life of of enduring life the opposite of the shadow fell yet these choking sands have brought with them different type of death different type of mortality it'll be nice to serve a king and it'll be nice to to serve someone's march enough to have left before the chaos He's a good king. 
You're in good hands. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Just fate on the prime material. We've we've got a, uh, a bad reputation, I think. See if we can fix it. Maybe let someone else do the heavy lifting on that one. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Just, just here to facilitate. There's a, uh, there's a thing. No. And I think you'll see it's a bit different. All of us. That's why we, um, why we put out the ghost blades. As a, as a demon born of a wild, it's different. They started calling it the Eater of Hope. And it's true. It's, um, Does that, oh, sorry, go ahead. Does that ring sorry. bell? Have we have we dealt with that before? Make history checks. Fourteen. Also fourteen. I don't think that you guys have. Um, but there is a... There is an overlap between the Feywild and the... And the Abyss. Right? They're, they are both places of chaos. And... The breaking down of... The, um, all of you make me, oh, sorry, who rolled above a 16? I'd like you two to make me arcana checks at advantage. Mm-hmm. 23. 22. Nice. Um, so right in Clever Stitch, you sort of put your heads together as you're you're piecing through these these stories. The appearance of a of a demon. If it is a demon, might be a devil, but a fiend. The appearance of a fiend in the Feywild is odd. And the idea that the Feywild normally very close to the prime material plane and to the planes of of the elements, right? These are the near planes. These are not the outer planes. The fact that this conflict, a conflict this massive, has not spilled over in at least um, minor ways, in at least ways that that you, you sort of see the effects of, right? 
kind of gives you guys a, a real good indication of what's happening. Someone, not sure who, by what force a, a deity, a, an archfey, uh, maybe the Choking Sands themselves, but for whatever reason, the Feywild is pulling away from the Prime Material and closer to the Outer Planes. And it, 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 it is at the very least something that has made um, a bit of safety for the prime material so far, right? Mm. And while there is less, less magic, right, the, the chaotic nature of magic is, is lessened, um, and the, the you know, forces of law have an easier time exerting themselves over the prime material. These are minor effects that you're that you're seeing, right? Um, and those will get worse over time. But you're not you're not seeing the choking sands appear, yeah, for a reason. Oh, that is some good information to have in our back pockets. Um, weird, 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 weird. Hmm. Uh, I do appreciate the uh the the campaign's side chat that that the most recent one uh as they as they realize it came from the last campaign goes, oh fuck. <laughs> Just, just the extended <laughs> moment there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't feel any personal, um, uh, you know, involvement in this particular instance. Oh, definitely none. Definitely none of Eric. Definitely didn't have <laughs> anything to do with that. Uh, and I absolutely not integral in this whatsoever. <laughs> Listen, at the time, letting the racist mummies go seemed like a good idea. <laughs> what are they going to do? They're racist mummies. You know, we, right? had, a god, we had a god to redo. <laughs> we did. We had to get out of the jail. It was fun. Yeah. What the uh, fuck? You did. And you did. Please. Yeah. <laughs> This sounds like a future Eric sort of problem. And now it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, kids. Someday future you becomes current you. Ooh. And then you got to do. <laughs> no one wants that nonsense here. <laughs> <laughs> that, is the, that is the coldest thing I've ever heard you say. My God. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I will. Uh, but just just because we've had a bit of heavy, I'm uh, I'm okay with us taking this moment. I will let you know the moment that Megan was like, "I want to be from the Feywild." I was like, "Awesome, I'm on board." Technically, I'm not from the Feywild. They're aliens. You <laughs> did this to us, Megan. <laughs> no, you did this to you. I just had a fun way to bring it up. So he did this to us, Megan. You're free. You're absolved. 
Look, look at it this way, right? Isn't it better we find out about this now than none of us having any ties to the Feywild whatsoever and like a couple of months down, you know, it just starts raining sand from the sky and we can't fucking figure out why. So really, I think what you want to say is thank you, Megan, <laughs> and you're all welcome. Pretty so, sure do we also, Fable comes do we from also the Feywild to... as well, so... Oh, true. Do we also need to thank past Eric and Carlos and everyone who made that deal then for thanking people? Uh, <laughs> gratitude circle jerk is what this group needs right now. Yes. You know, Rothgar is so happy he's dead and now a halfling and has no memory of this. That's true. Uh, well... During all this, seeing how tense Saride is, Treasure is going to go up behind her and just give her a bit of a hug to help her calm down. It is the warmest hug Treasure has ever given you. In fact, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, she's not uh, trying to be rude about it. She's just not real big on being touched right now, so she'll move. She's not making a lot of eye contact with anyone, but she's not going for Thozen either. She's just kind of... oh. I, I'm Gila. The third of my a third of my civilization's been destroyed. <laughs> well, for the record, I'm not sorry for what I said. I'm sorry that you heard it, only because it wasn't done in a genteel way, and I know that my mother would be very disappointed in me. I wouldn't expect you to be sorry. And... I think... Genteel or not, um, parents probably be proud. I... She'll slip into Sylvan. I need you to do me a very great favor. And never speak of my parents to me again. But thank you for uh, responding to me. I didn't understand how uh, dire the situation was. And I'm thankful that we were able to offer you something in return. I'm glad we could help. And I think you're going to like it here. There's already some pre, you know, some houses. We didn't burn all of them, really just the one. Lovely pile of bones to get you started. Um, some very interesting uh, druid-like sconces in a circle. Should be defunct so you can just move right in. A lot of the, the furniture is made for giants, though. Either way, we appreciate it. Fortunately, well, probably not. Probably fortunately. I need to Repair them. Best of luck. You too. 
You look hideous, by the way. Well, you know, sand is, um, it's in everything. Fuck your Anakin ass. Get out of here. Yeah. He lights up his sunblade and just walks away. He kills a bunch of kids. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to go take care of the youngling. <laughs> exactly. Um, in the days that to come, the refugees of Shay Lorlindar do move into the frozen fjord of the north. It is far more hospitable to them uh, than it was to you all, having lost that spirit of winter. And most of them... Most of them actually go... Most of the Eladrin, at the very least, go in the season of spring. Happy joyful at the opportunity to start anew. It is... Despite everything that's come before, new beginning and a very good day for them. If... You all have nothing major left to do. Black King would like to draw your attention to one more pressing matter. As a point of reference, I've pulled the cube out and stashed it away surreptitiously. Also... Um, if if this place is Darude, I'm going to need every single point on it to be an Electronica title. Well, that's... Um, is this... Uh, so do I now have one of the sides um, attuned to the Feywild permanently? Yes, yes, you do. Very nice. Yep. So of a six-sided cube, two of them are currently um, are currently available. You can cast Plane Shift with it. it is, this is a modified... Um, Cube of planes? Cube of... I I put it in as a cubic gate. Yes, cubic gate. Yeah. It doesn't currently cast the gate spell, but you can cast plane shift with it to any of the planes that you have attuned. Okay, cool. That's... Yeah. And you've got four more. Essentially, once you get there, you can decide if you want to attune to it or not. And can I... Granted, I don't think we're going to be jumping this much, but if we go to a new place, can I, uh, can I change override? out the sides? Say what? Can I change out one of the sides if we get to a new place? Once once it's full, it's full. Okay. So. It, it, it But until it's full, it can't cast the gate spell. Understood. Because the gate spell is what makes that a legendary thing, right? A ninth level spell that you can cast every day 
to summon something yeah. through it, right? Like yeah. that—that's the thing. Um, but as far as being able to plane shift back to places that you have been, once you've been to enough planes and you've mapped them, you, then it then it will achieve. Then it will awaken. I don't know why this was awakened, but it was. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So, that is your cubic gate. Congratulations. Um, it's late winter by this point. Blood burners mostly put together. Um, you guys have done a, a fair amount of mapping and, and learning and reading and making things. And it is in late winter that the scouts of the Black King have come and reported increased dragon activity. It seems with the winter ending that the coalition of fire dragons have finally taken umbrage. So, right? Sorry. <clears throat> the dwarves are down here. My elves were up there. I'm, I'm so sorry. Hey, Ashani, how the fuck you know about dragons, man? You've been up for like two <laughs> weeks. What the hell? Well, the thing is, I've been up in that frail yard, you know, and uh, the, 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 oh, the frost. The frost dragons were. Uh, um, right. Scouts report to me that there is an increase in dragon activity. And well, the coalition of frost dragons seems to have forgotten, or at the very least, given up the frozen period, probably due to its formerly haunted nature. It's the fire giant. It's the fire dragons that seem to be coming seeking vengeance. One in particular, one of Scales of brass and red. Brass or bronze? It's brass, right? Brass. Yes. Haha! I remembered correctly. You made me second guess myself. Stop it. <laughs> no, this oh, is us going, we, nope, fuck you, you little simulacrum bitch. We know you're coming for us. Well, it was also Matthew going, are they going to be chromatic or are they going to be metallic? Chromatic or metallic? What's up? <laughs> It is so. This one is the. This is the leader of the of the fire coalition. It is the blended. Um, it for those of you that say what? Every Durios. Well, no. It's the guy below him. Grim. Yeah. yeah. Grim something. Rhyme. Rhyme Fang. Rhyme. Rhyme Fang is something. Yes. That's something. Yes. Rhyme Peg. Also, I found the Black King's actual name. <laughs> um, it is, yeah, it, it is, it is Ivry Durios. Um, for, so you guys know, know this. I'm kind of saying this for the audience at home and to refresh and remind all of us. Um, in the lands of the West in, in Lickdracht, uh, dragons are, I describe them as being more akin to political parties that are in opposition of each other. They're all pro-dragon, especially having faced off against the, the avatars of the great game, right? So in that way, they are together. The metallic ones are the far cooler ones. The 
the chromatic ones are the like, well, why can't we uh, subjugate the small races and eat them as snacks, right? So, but there there are those among both factions that attempt to coexist along elemental lines, and there's actually some that have crossbred to to a hybrid type of of dragon, right? The gold are are very exclusive. Um, in they're very pro little people, normal uh, <laughs> humanoids, right? But they they are also because they are the largest, the oldest, ostensibly the strongest. Um, from what you've learned from Beardrin, Hadric, from the Black King, from all of these people, uh, them and the green. But the green, rather than because they're poisonous, and there are no other poisonous dragons, rather than um, hybrid with other dragons, seem to have done the most hybriding with dragonborn or smaller races. So they've created their own mini army. And that's the dragon kin. Yeah. That we saw, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's um it's something we'd have to prepare for and perhaps we can make some sort of peace or alliance with them to turn the avatars or vice versa but we find ourselves directly in the middle of what could be very deadly conflict having pissed off pretty much everyone around us so I am open to suggestions is what I'm trying to say I will remind you guys as players real quick that the um, the draconic armor and the draconic webbing cloak are brass and red. And there, yeah. I love that you guys said the problem. You straight up were like, if we take this every Durios' armor, he might scry on it and find us. But let's take that. That used to be his, his scales. And we'll just, we'll just wear this around. <laughs> Alright, so step one. Uh, we're probably going to need some replacement equipment for some of that armor. Um, and also, I will just take the cloak off of those and no more for you. Um, how long do we think until they get here? A few weeks left in winter. We're still deep We're underground, still and they haven't found all of our places. I'm attempted to find us some exits. Unfortunately, those are seeming fewer and fewer. I would not anticipate an immediate uh, assault, but dragons are nothing if not patient, conniving, long-lived, and ferociously dangerous. To be fair, they're not mad at you, they're mad at us, right? Right, uh, but you are... Uh, I mean, they also don't know I'm back, and last time we spoke, uh, they tried to, you know, 
destroy the entirety of my kingdom. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say mm, we're probably not on each other's uh, winter cards, as it were. Well, my, my knee-jerk reaction is try to negotiate. However, I realize that negotiating with dragons is big. Could also end with like half of us is lunch. Yeah. So, so could fighting them, but uh. uh Tyron's going to pull out his flask, just unscrew it open. And the gods shit in my cereal once again. I mean, for now, we prepare how we can, get some equipment and things for make sure that everybody here is all armed and armored. Um, we can do some I think preliminary what we need, scouting. I think what we need most is to understand what the state of the dragons are. That or the Feywild. Or the state of the great game. Really any of these three things. Just if we could know more about it. That would be... That would be ideal. So... You all have done pretty well as independent contractors so far. Some of you have sworn allegiance to me, and I appreciate it. And I will provide you with whatever arms and armor I can. I trust you to make this decision, but we need to know more of our enemies in order to prepare. Do we know where the dragons might be? So, like, any idea where they might have been holed up or anything? There is one place that they congregate. It's further to the west. The great city of dragons. Draconopolis. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did you say Dragonopolis? But more with a K or a K or a C. Draconopolis. Draconopolis, yeah. Draconopolis. Yes. Yeah, they used to have one uh, east of the mountains, right? Uh, they used to have one back there. Players destroyed it, kicked them out. Is that the one that was like? Uh, it was a. Uh, it had a walled city, and it had dragon heads on the. Yeah, yeah, I believe it did. Right? They used to I've have heard one there. stories of it. Yeah. Did you? Oh. Nothing good is there now. That's good to know. Or not? I mean, I mean, it's good to know it. It's not good that it's not. Would the would Draconopolis have similar architecture and similar? Uh, would it look similar in a way? Oh yeah, I mean, I suppose. Although last time I had a scout out there, it covered some. 20 miles or so, 30, maybe even more. It's massive. It's it's a place the dragon can call home. 
the dragonborn brethren. It's a place that the dragons, without need of protecting their horde or uh, of having their own domain where they have made peace, they set up society more akin to the small folk. The further from it you go, the more traditional you find your dragons. But um, any of them that are cosmopolitan or forward-thinking, then you would be there. So this Draconopolopolis, uh, about how far west is it in terms of flying distance? Flying distance? Eh, two weeks. So if they start making their way out there, we got about two weeks before we got a problem. Okay. I, I mean, potentially. The dragon. I could try. I could try messaging them and trying to parlay. I'm not against the particulars. It's really up to you whether it's a um, parlay, although a phone call at this point might be a bit impersonal. And perhaps knowing a bit more. Before that parlay began, would give us the tools we need for that to be an effective parlay. Can anyone scry? I mean, technically anyone can scry, but I mean, like, can any of us scry? Right, I owed you some scrying, didn't I? Oh, crap. Yeah. Telroth in particular, I did. Yeah, give me a moment. Yeah, I know you've been a little busy lately. I haven't wanted to bother you too much about that little personal business I had. Do appreciate it. Hey. Hey. Looks around hey. at her personal business that is now t- camping in the ruins. There's a dragon king city. That is uh, southwest of here, southeast of Brokinopolis. There's a larger one about along the river bend. That's where my sources have told me that you should begin your search. So I'm going to go ahead and pull out the map just so I can see. Yep. So. South, so southeast of the Draconopolis, but southwest of us. Yeah. See those hills and that river? Can I do an insight check to see if I know what he's talking about? Uh, You don't need to. It's just a, there's a city. No, but if I know why he's looking. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would have told everybody what. Then then you don't need to. Yes. Then the veil. 
the veil of secrecy over uh, the search for Talroth's brother is not really there, so please proceed. <laughs> Do you think your brother would have made an alliance with the dragons? I don't know if he's going to be that much of a dumbass to try to talk to them. He's probably going to up their lunch, so I'm probably going to have to skin a dragon to get into the stomach to get what I need. As much as I'm going to hate to say this, I think we got to go dragon hunting. Because at least the stuff with with the Feywild, that just landed on our doorstep right now, and we've already got so much on our plate. I mean, nothing against the Fey and all, but we're just adding on to the list of things we got to flush. Yeah, we... We probably need to keep it in mind and not put it too far on the back burner because um, the Feywild being pulled away from the material plane uh, could ruin life and magic as we know it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not not sure if it's, a, if it's a first problem that we find out about. My uncle used to say one crisis at a time. I think that is an appropriate saying for exactly what's going on here. Uh, in this case, uh, Shane, Shane, Ye, Shay, Shay, please excuse my. Shane. Shane. He and his people are safe for right now. The people here are safe for right now, but this is a for right now because nobody's going to be safe if dragons decide to show up. Not to mention we're in a land where the players won't even set foot over here, so all we can really do is just keep tabs on what they're doing. We ain't gonna see any of them out here. You're not wrong. Yeah. We can, um... Sorry, was that to to me to treasure? Because... Both. You, you, you're not wrong to both of you. Because it's like, we the the players aren't over here, so we're, we're not going to find out much information about them while, here, while we're here. And it we do need to take things one, one disaster at a time. Um, and the, the dragon one is theoretically more pressing, so like, both of you, you're not wrong. Uh, we I don't can, even know how to fix what's wrong with the Feywild. We'll cross no, that bridge when we count those chickens. I thought I was going to burn that bridge when we count those chickens. Both? Both. Oh, we were going to burn those chickens when we count that bridge. Now I'm getting hungry talking about this burning chicken. All right, what is this, uh... Chicken, you speak of. It's good. Oh, it's delicious. Really? You put some, oh, so yeah, you put some good old spice. You put some good old spices on it. Maybe like a marinade. I prefer a bit of a dry rub myself. Throw it on the grill for a bit. Make sure it's nice and juicy and tender. Oh, delicious. Don't undercook it. Well, yeah, Screevers. Of course, we're not going to undercook it. Yes. It's like white meat, you have to cook it just right to get the tenderness, the juiciness, and the flavor. You gotta boil it. 
Raw chicken is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yes. You're absolutely right, Screamers. This is true. So, so nobody's fighting you on it. Raw and boiled are both dangerous. I agree. I also friends a raw chicken. It wasn't really a chicken, though. That's just what we called the ogre. It's clammy. <laughs> I thought that was the ogre's name was raw chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was it. The ogre's name was raw chicken. He was kind of pinkish. Probably should have cooked a little more. Oh, he tried. He was pinkish and he did salmonella damage every time he touched him. Poisonous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whole tribe. Just up all night. It's bad. Before we scatter for the night, she's going to just find a Shani real quick and say, listen, I just want you to know, I know I haven't been home in a very long time, but... It's still home, sort of. And these are still my people. And I know that we're not going after them right the second. But I want you to know that I am taking this seriously and that I'm on our side. And I'll do everything I can to help us. I appreciate that. If by some miracle... There's something I could do to help. Please. Please. Oh, I really just want you to arm wrestle Thosin so fucking bad. Um, yeah. So since we took the cloak off of those and, and the armor out of the bag of holding, just going to ask the Black King, uh, you got a place we can stash this in the meantime where hey, nobody can do that magical scry thing on it? In theory, they can't scry it in the bag, can they? Okay, we just so we just they need should, to put it in the bag. Yeah, they shouldn't be able to because it's in a pocket dimension. Yeah, scry only works on the dimension you're on, if I'm not mistaken. So then we just need to put it all in the bag. Yeah, I, I think who put the did someone someone took the armor. Nobody no. took the armor. Okay. On the sheet. No, the original idea was to take the armor to melt it down. I think to make mithril for Olorun. And we ended up not doing that. I think that was the original idea. That was the dragon. The dragon's armor. The dragon scale armor. I thought somebody was going to wear, but might have been Thosin, um, or he might have just taken the cloak. No, because he has the adamantine half plate, so mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck adamantine something. Um, okay, so it's just the cloak. Then we'll put the cloak in the bag. Sounds yeah, good. So that they can't find. Well, hopefully they can't find the. I was going to say they can't find the dwarves. Like they didn't live here. <laughs> well, you know. Maybe they are directionally challenged and just don't remember. We did change the locks, right? Because, <laughs> girl, that's important. When you kick his ass out, change the locks. Facts. 
Well, my friends, you guys, uh, welcome to the second half of your campaign. You have, uh, you've spent the, the, the last quarter, uh, on a journey to find the forge and you guys made it. You made some, some great allies along the way. You discovered a lot about the world. Um, I, I want you to know, I, I throw these things at you as options, not as, um, not as like demands, right? The game is, the game is what, what you guys want to do. Um, you are perfectly welcome to turn back East and go, go play the great game or go to the Feywild or deal with dragons. Um, that's kind of the menu I have. And I know you guys have some personal quests still to, to work out. Um, those things are, are definitely simmering in, in the background and, and there for, for everybody. Um, so yeah, I, I hope, hope you're enjoying it. Um, it's 1030 is if you guys want to role play or if you guys have something else to do, I'm also good with an early night so that, um, I can turn it over to Caitlin, answer some questions with her and stuff like that. So, um, we got a, I got a, go ahead. Yeah. What do you got treasure? Yeah. The only thing I had wanted to do is treasure having been experienced with sandstorms and the kind of injuries and deserts and what they would have caused any spare time she would have had. She actually would have been volunteering and trying to help at the village with the elves of mm. her own accord because she feels, and this is something she'd explained to Bloodburner about herself. Rage and love are two sides of the same coin. You can't get angry about something you don't care about. Yeah. So you want to build rage, you got to build care. Yes, I agree. Care. Care deeper. Then, should they be slighted, then you will rage. That, that sounds like a uh, fair middle ground. For right now, let's make sure that they get enough to eat, they get enough... Uh, food, um, enough medicine, and uh, I will, one of these days, learn to pronounce Shanene's name right. Continue to pronounce it wrong. They care deeply for the name and the words you say it. Deeper than But that's what she would have done, is spend some time actually helping the elves. Yeah. Bloodburner's not against helping people. He's, 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 he's not. Um, he's, he's against ignoring things. He's against letting, he's against swallowing uh, pain and anger and hurt, right? He, that, that's not his jam, right? If, if you're ever going to just, like, sit back or sit to the side or, or be like, meh. I don't like it, but it's not my problem. Nope, Bloodburner's Bloodburner's not the dude for you. He is, um, he is much more. We're doing stuff, so I, I absolutely, yeah, he's on board. Uh. Only other thing I probably would have done was have found treasure at some point. Probably when she's talking to Bloodburner, just wait but then just hand her the obsidian necklace that i had crap that i had commissioned oh would you like to describe it 
uh, there would have been about, I want to say, like, uh, nine or ten different, sh- like, arrowhead shards, arrowhead-sized shards of obsidian. Mm-hmm. So those would have been just cleaned up a little bit, a little more polished. Um, any of the jagged edges just pretty much ground down, so they are a little safer to wear. But also with, it's like, with, like, a, like, a, like a rose gold and a yellow gold mix with the chain and the settings. And then just nice, simple necklace with like the different things hanging off. Nice. And just hand it to her. Yeah, it, it ain't nothing magical, but yeah, you, you did, uh, you did get everyone's ass out of the fire of Elksers, so figured a memento. This is made with that mountain, or at least pieces of it. Well, I'm sure one of those pieces uh, got me a couple times, so yeah. And she just grabs him into a big old hug, like lifts him off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Can't breathe! (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. She like pats his back Uh, to reset it a second, and then starts putting on the necklace. Glad you like it. Very nicely done. All right, guys. Um, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to say goodnight for disasters and danger, unless there's anything else. This is this is your time. I don't want to take it away from you, but I think we've reached a good place. Um, I look forward to the to the chat uh, about about this game and seeing what you guys want to do next. There, there's a ton of fun stuff to to do. Um, and I think we're, we're, I know you just did nine, but we're probably going to level soonish for, for 10. Um, cause the problems you guys are starting to hit, uh, are double digit problems, right? So that's, that's, I call treasure a bad friend and punch her in the face and then we fight. Come on, let's go level up right now, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> no, not right now. Not right now. Probably get you one more game. Uh, but uh, we're, we're, I'm gonna, we're gonna hit the break button. We're gonna run a, a highlight or two, and we're gonna switch in uh, Pixie, Caitlin, and then we've got a couple of uh, announcements and things to discuss. I'm gonna bring up all the other information. Thank you guys so so much for playing, Matthew and Megan. Definitely stay tuned. This is gonna be important to you guys and uh, everybody watching. We'll be back in just a couple of moments i'm just going to throw up the art loop uh because it because it shouldn't be real long so we will see you in a few for disasters cool welcome back everyone we are random encounter productions this is the Ultensia pvp challenger league uh wrap up we're putting it as a little post show here for disasters thank you guys for sticking with us and watching uh remember the longer you watch the more uh channel points you earn the more channel points you earn the more you can support your teams also subscribers get uh bonus and i will tell you right now uh because i've finally broken down the numbers on who earned the most gold and where they came from channel points can make or break this league for people i have got to tell you just to like slide right into the sports commentator mentality yeah boy cody can these change the game for some of our underdog teams let me tell you looking forward Uh, to it quickly uh if those of you who have earned channel points you should be able to see them down at the bottom of the chat or your experience points uh just out of curiosity how many do all of you currently have right now let's see because those can be used to affect yourself 
Yeah. They can absolutely, just like you can sponsor yourself, and we've got people who have, mm-hmm. uh, you can uh, absolutely dedicate those not only to help you, but to if you know you're playing a different team later in the playoffs or later in the league, you could donate to their opponent. This is a very let's talk about the uh, let's talk well, about the uh, the Quidditch match of Slytherin versus Hufflepuff. Everyone was rooting for Hufflepuff because they wanted Slytherin to fail. That, that is a way you can change the game, honestly. That that is Holy true, shit, guys. That is nice. true. Now hold on, because I'll answer that in a minute, Alucard. The um, we've had some big changes. We've had we some, we, we've had some big changes. Uh, talk those first, and then we'll and then we'll let, uh, talk about everything else. Let's start there. All right. Yeah. So we've had to restructure the league. Um, because we, uh, we had a last minute we had a last minute cancellation of a team. Uh, yep. I, I was I was going to explain yeah. all of that. I know. Um, so we had a I'm team helping. we had a team that dropped out last minute. And if you guys were watching Saturday night, you know that by popular demand took on an NPC team of. Uh, the former champions of of the Challenger League, uh, one Psyduck and Trillianier, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Now, bless you. Thank you. Uh, we we were looking at either putting another team in there, but they would be starting at a disadvantage. Not only would they not have a win, they'd have an auto loss, but they wouldn't have any donation gold or mm-hmm. uh, any crowd support going into week two. And, and whereas we do have some underdog mentalities happening right here, that feels a little unfair to put them in in that position. There's a, yeah, there's different. There's a difference between being an underdog and uh, between being handicapped, and yeah. and that was definitely being handicapped. So, mm-hmm. um, what that did is a, a few very big things. First of all, having one less team in the Mortacity Division Pool B means that those teams would have had games that uh, were auto wins that counted more than Mm -hmm. other pool teams and other division teams. Also, uh, so every team currently plays, uh, in the original one, played seven other teams. So that meant Mm -hmm. there were four teams that had actual games as opposed to an auto win from our our dropped out team, so which was for anyone who was looking at the schedule that was originally um, the Keep RPG. Yes. There was some miscommunication. They they didn't all get into the server on time, and instead of we we did offer them an, an alternative option, but they decided to just remove themselves from the league. Right. So we uh, so if any of you are wondering um, what schedule that will affect, it's check a, when you're playing them on League Lobster. It, it, it's now now it's affecting it's now different everybody yeah. everybody yep. because here's what's going to happen. Okay, we have replaced. The Keep RPG with the Champion Exhibition Match. Mm-hmm. Champion Exhibition Match is going to be against me, against against them. It's going to be three on two. It's going to be the opportunity for your whole team to play. Everyone, every team, even if you were not facing off against the Keep RPG before, you are now having a match against the Challenger. That means... The, all of the teams are going to have, instead of seven matches going towards their playoff record, they're all going to have six, okay? The seventh match is going to take place. It's going to be the exhibition match. You're going to earn points. Those points are going to go to um, any tie-breaking that is need, and you can earn donations, and you can earn gold. So there still is a reason to do it. And we have. And, and <laughs> yes. got some numbers. <laughs> and... 
the other reason it's going to be important is well, I'm going to use that to inject a um, a world bit of lore and story into it, right? And you did, and 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 we can ask the team. I think some of the some of them are in by popular demand are in currently. Yeah, that was a that was a fight. Yeah, that was a tough fight. That was a they were higher level. They were four, level fourteen. Now yes. it is possible, but it's it was rough. Yeah, and it changed the way they had to play, and everyone got to watch them pull out all the stops. Yes, it was a very different mentality, and it was fascinating to watch. Yeah, thank you, thank you, both of you who are um, who are here. That was yeah. so hard. It was a fight. Um, yeah, you're constantly in the back foot. You were constant. Oh, all three of them are in. They're constantly trying to just keep up, as opposed to being on even footing with everybody. Right. And it's very. It, it changes a lot of things. So one of one of the things that is going to be really cool about facing off against the champion teams is that. Mm-hmm. Um, the champions are going to level up with you guys. They will always be higher than you. Um, mm-hmm. When we get to the, to the last week, uh, they're going to once they hit twenty, they're going to be picking up epic boons. Okay, God. so that, so that the, so there's always two versus three, right? And so this excited. is and this is how we keep we keep that in story. Um, after we determine the champion, we'll do a special game between the champion on even footing. Uh, against the three former champions, and that'll be for storyline purposes. Nothing, nothing else. I still want to run one of those champions, man. We, like, I'll come in. Let's go. Yeah. Let's. Go. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Um, so, looking forward to all of that. Um, this has immediate impacts on the on the thing. So, I am right now pushing the publish schedule button for the updated schedule on League Lobster. You guys should be able to go and check it out. That means this week um, there are multiple games Saturday night that are against the champions. And what I will say is this. um, Week 2 and Week 7 have multiple champion games. I would still tune in. I would still donate, even if it's, uh, you know, you don't necessarily want to donate to your competitors because I get that but here's the thing. I I know the the arenas very well, and I ha- I put together some some pretty interesting tactics very early, right, and very quickly. I'm I'm tooting my own horn. It's rare, and I'm doing it. Um, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So there there are some fun lessons that you guys can pick up, um, and some tactics that I think will continue to be good. And uh, if you guys ever beat the champions. Uh, I will have some sort of bonus for you guys, right? Uh, chances are you're not going to because their stats are that much better, right? Um, uh, not that I think I'm, I'm the best player ever, but their stats are, are above and beyond. Like, that's that's an unfair thing on purpose. We all know that. Um, so, we have, some, we have some very cool things. The new schedule is published. Some- Tight Saturdays, four back-to-back hour-long yes. exhibition three, games with three. a tight tr- three yeah. with a tight turnaround, just hour, hour, hour. Yeah. Um, those are going to be those are going to be intense. Those yes. are going to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be any donations to uh, assist the uh, enemy team will go toward feeding Cody that night, so he remembers to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but oh. it's also going to hopefully be opportunities for us to end a little earlier, and mm-hmm. opportunities for us to. Uh, just have some fun and do some lore and story things for the world. And so mm-hmm. um, that's that's starting this week. We've got three champion matches, uh, 9, 10, and 11 on Saturday night. That's against Wicked Game, RPG, Guilty Conscience, and Easy Dispel. So mm-hmm. um, 
I had to split some games up. You guys were planning on on playing against each other. I, I've had to inject that. So right now, every team is going to face the, the champions. Um, you're going to have six games that are going to determine your playoff setup, and those are the those are the biggest changes. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. so- now we've discussed the changes coming. Yeah. Let's talk about the changes coming specifically this week as far okay. as the the planned things that we're now rolling out. As we mentioned, we wanted everyone to start as close to as even uh, as close to on even footing as they could. So we did not allow midweek sponsorships during that week leading up to the game. However, now it gets really fun. By the end of tomorrow, every single page, every single team will have their own page on the website, which will have their own donation link. And you will all have access to an affiliate code for our D&D shop that will allow people to get discounts, but then give you the full amount of in-game gold that it would have been worth. Um, Many, 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 many ways to get midweek donations. That money, we will tell you that gold the moment it arrives. The moment someone donates to you, we will tell you so you can calculate it into your amount. Um, And we would like you to put together, if you have not already, those wish lists of ideal magic items I'd like to save up for so your audience can see what you want. Because sometimes knowing they're only 100 gold away is the make or break between, yeah, I'll donate a little extra more, or now I'm good, they have 10,000 gold to go and I can't do that. That is going to be the biggest part of midweek for all of you. We're going to talk about the gold that was earned here in a minute, but what's going to be interesting to see is we've already had some teams realize that sponsorships or donations are very, very important. We have some teams that are coming in as underdogs from here on out because they are not as well sponsored. Will it be great to watch them win anyway? Yes, it fucking will. However, if you have a local nerd establishment or you have a shop or you have a whatever and you want to say, hey, can you donate a certain amount of money for us to buy this in-game equipment? That's that's on that's on the teams to go seeking and finding. Um, but in the meantime, direct your friends there. Um, we're going to have a lot of ways for them to donate and participate during the midweek. Channel points, unfortunately, will only count during the actual live shows. They are not redeemable during the rest of the week, but you can earn them during the rest of the week. So all of your teams are going to have, if you've not already sent me headshots and character art, please do so. I'll put out another call for this tomorrow, but all of you should have some kind of, we can update it with official like commissioned art as they come in. But for now, we just want a base visual of who you are, what you play, what you're doing. And now that every team has played and most of you have seen each other play, we can publicly say class and race and whatever. Um, Everyone's being very secretive about that at the beginning, but now we're officially up and running. So we can change that. The website's going to get a massive overhaul by end of day tomorrow at earliest or at latest Wednesday. But that is that is my project for the next day and a half is making sure that that website gets updated with all of your information so that by Friday and Saturday, you all have time to upgrade your equipment. I hope you've all been leveling up because level seven is where we're going to end up next week. Now, I have a question. If, I have an answer. If somebody decides to sponsor a team and they don't yeah. and they give the team money and the team then gives us that money because that's how they get their their gold. Um, can we put? Uh, will will that sponsor maybe get like a a? Um, I want to say like the uh, the NASCAR like logo above the above yes. the team logo. Like like so can it be Nabisco's the hands yep. right or or like uh, yeah. w- w- I. Nextel, or the hands brought to you by yeah. Nextel. Like I know, well, we've I know. We've got a couple of those. Brutal Audacity nice. is sponsored by Critical Dice, nice. and it's in their logo. It's worked into their logo. Cool. Um, you can be sponsored by more than one person if they are willing to um, gift 
the things to you to make it happen. Um, but we also have had Critical Dice has reached out to us about, um, as they are one of the players, Jason from Brutal Audacity, um, about sponsoring the league as a whole, which would mean you would get banner ads and commercial time in every match, not just the matches your team was playing in, yeah. which might be a really great thing for any nerd company who wants to maybe get some space on other channels, other whatever, who want to hype up stuff. Mm-hmm. In general, we don't want you to have to pay to hype up your stuff when you're playing. Don't do that. If you are here representing a channel or whatever, like, please, just go yeah. nuts. Let's go. Let's yeah. hype you all up. We want you all to get hyped. Yeah. But but um, we want to make sure um, that... <sighs> Essentially, we want this to behave as close to a normal sports league as possible, and there are just some sports that have some better funded teams and some not. Cody and I have been binging Formula One Drive to Survive, and boy, can you tell the teams that are struggling, and we love them all, and we want them to succeed, but also, like, league regulations. It's right. fascinating to watch happen in real time. Very interesting. It'll be interesting to see where this, how this changes over the next couple of weeks, to yeah, be honest. It, and, and again, this is our first league. It is our first, uh, it's our first mm, experimentation with it. And we included donations and, and this is a, as a part of this particular league because, yep. uh, viewers want to support and help, at, in, in great ways. And, um, the channel points being a, a free way to do that is a really mm-hmm. awesome way. Um, we're going to also be updating our schedule of when we're playing and when other rep shows are going up because that's a way yeah. you earn channel points, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, unfortunately, thank you for answering that in the chat. Um, we are going to be asking for official questions in a moment, but apparently this is good to know. Um, channel points you do not get for watching the VODs, but you do get for watching if we do reruns. Yeah. So we can try to, uh, the only reason we don't often do reruns is because they hurt your channel average um, because live shows are pulling in uh, to try to get partner or try to get anything like that, you have to have a certain average and running reruns usually gets like an average of two and that really tanks the, so we have avoided doing reruns in general. So try to try to catch live if you can, that's, that's going to be the best way to do it. Um, so anything else from you before we jump into some cold, hard numbers and recaps of last weekend? Yes, there is one more big detail that we need to dive into. Okay. And I have things to show off. Yeah, that's, that, that's great. Um, I genuinely, that is great. I didn't mean for it to sound no, I know. like You're, it didn't sound. I know you. You're fine. Uh, I know, I know you know me. I know, but they don't always know me. So that's that's why I was clarifying. He's looking at some tab on his computer that he's forgotten to leave open, and he has uh, to. Do you I, want me to do my thing first while you're looking it up? No, I'm scrolling back to our con- to our, our conversation. So th- so okay. I have it now. Yes. Now I was going to wait for the Q and A to to clarify that rule thing from last weekend. Oh. I have the whole That's... statement. Is that okay. what? Go for it. I can wait. No, go for it. You're good. Okay. Uh, so, um, TX Watson brought this to our to our attention. I went back he and is I still I, in I, chat. Yeah, awesome. Uh, which we really appreciate. I've I've put together an official statement. We'll put it on the on the Discord somewhere. But I wrote it up. We decided rather than just putting it as as text better to uh, have it here to discuss it with you guys, but I'm going to read this to start, right? So, upon review of the night one match of the Remainders versus Wicked Games, in the matter of an illegal use of the roguish Fast Hands ability, uh, TX Watson is playing a scout, not a thief. Uh, The following has been determined. Wicked Games would have opened the large chest on the next player's, Nikki's turn. As such, they will be rewarded six points for disarming the trap as the death save roll was initially a five. With the bonuses, it would have opened the chest. Okay. 
Um, and they will be rewarded the six-level treasure hoard uh, that would have been offered to them as an option. So mm-hmm. the rest of the match, as far as scoring is concerned, is deemed to have not been impacted. I looked at everybody's roles, the attacks that they made against different people. I think Nikki still would have uh, gone unconscious and respawned. I don't think there was any greater impacts going on there. Uh, but yeah, that trap damage doesn't happen. He does. She does. They do. Uh, open the chest. They get those points. Uh, mm-hmm. And the remainders uh, will, would not have scored the three points for opening the large chest. So that's the specific ruling for that instance. This next bit is just about handling these things in the future, right? So in addition, the remainders will not be penalized since the offending player uh, it was the offending player that self-reported. Future mechanical mistakes that require scoring adjustments may lead to penalties in the form of gold fines or and potential match forfeitures, right? Uh, future mechanical mis- Yeah, I said that. Great. Yeah. False reports against other teams may lead to gold fines against the reporting team, okay? Mechanical errors deemed to be the GM's fault as long as they are made consistently across all matches in a week will not be adjudicated. Uh, this for instance, is, if you forgot a ruling and you did it for all the games, yeah, just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if I did it the same for everybody, that's I, I, I screwed up that week, I'll apologize, but that it's the same for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it is up to the individual players to know their mechanics, I, in the first week, did my best to help people out and use them, use them properly. I will continue to do that, but as we get later into the game, the more complex the mechanics become, the longer it takes for me to look them up and adjudicate them, the more likely I am to take what's being told and keep moving so that the show and the, the rounds and the action continues to happen. Now, in addition, TX Watson, in, in addition to coming forward, was very, very honest about the situation. Yeah. And um, I do think it's worth noting all of you can tell Cody that he's wrong sometimes. Because he was the one encouraging the the use of the wrong mechanic, um, and it was it is often very default to say I'm going to listen to the DM and back off. But like also, you don't. Sometimes you have to know your class better than he does because he's keeping track of a lot of things. So, so it was good on it was it was well done on TX Watson's part, like yeah. in an insane way. Mm-hmm. Um, because a you did a great thing that usually would be like, yep, I'm going to listen to the DM and I'm just going to that was great. Well, what. And, and <laughs> what, like that was that was very good. It but, was, and what's yeah. what specifically happened was, yeah. I asked if they were a thief early on. They said yes. Things and, got a little chaotic, though. And, I, I heard rogue as well, like rather than I thief. Said, so yeah, I said thief yeah, yeah. very specifically. I get the I get why the confusion yeah. happened. Turned out they yeah. were a scout. So so I yeah. did my due diligence. I did oh, yeah. attempt did is my, yeah. to uh, to apply the rules correctly. Right, that I, was I, not meant to be. A, no, no, yeah. no. I, I but, uh, but like, I'm, I'm pretty good about knowing rules. Uh, I'll be <laughs> relearning Echo Knight uh, apparently because everyone that, will because yeah. there's so many. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Um, um, but yeah. so, so no, yeah. Eldritch Blaster based on character level, not world level. You know, for anyone that applies to, you, for that one person that fucking applies to, you, the I, chat tried to tell you. It, it. I did remember that for the next night, <laughs> and when the next person that was doing Eldritch Blaster was like, "You get two. I know this because of Sway, right? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. This is the Sway ruling. Yeah. Uh, you are allowed to remind the warlocks whatever the fuck they fucking have yeah. um, at all times. So anyway, I'll, we'll just give you all his home phone number and you can call him and tell him during the match. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Two of them. So the big the big lesson here <laughs> is that if you mess something up, it, it's better for you to tell me than another team to tell me. Um, if you think somebody would mess something up, you should definitely review it before you come to me. Yourself. Because yes. yeah, you you need to look into it because if I take it, because it takes, I almost have to watch the whole match over twice. Um, mm-hmm. for to get it right, you'd watch that sequence three times before I left for work. Yeah, and I watched and, it like, four or five done. more times. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's looking at the roles. What were the players' tactics? What were they doing? If if I go through that effort and it turns out we did it right, I'm gonna penalize the people that made me spend two hours do the to doing it. Um, and and here's the thing: best case scenario, best thing to do is know your mechanics, right? Yeah. Um, know your mechanics, know your spells, know them ahead of time. It, it'll save uh, the potential for this happening in the future. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, but especially week one, like the fact mistakes the fact happen. That, again, I'd rather have people who make mistakes but have integrity about yeah. it than people who are just like, well, I guess I'll just leave with this stolen TV. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. We have a friend who accidentally stole two TVs on Black Friday several years back and just like, that's fine in real life. Weirdly, it's a multi-million dollar corporation, but maybe don't do that on our in these situations. Right. I don't know. So, it's a fine line it, um, between chaos and, and integrity. Um, so, but yeah, so good good on every party involved, yes. to be quite honest. We, yes, we yes, saw yes. quite a lot of, and that's the thing is we saw quite a lot of integrity this weekend. We saw- And great sportsmanship. Great sportsmanship. Yeah. I, I, to call out Sway for a minute, um, who is owning up to the fact that fucking Warlock levels- Never once asked, can I retroactively add all of those to the entire game? Like, never once asked. Like, bless you. Like, he knew that that was his fault, and he did not ask to go back and fix it. Like, mm-hmm. that, because that slows a lot of things down. Um, the entire team who was, yeah, reminding the frogs that they could jump. Like, you can jump, by the way. Like, everyone reminding each other of their special abilities was, like, kind of fantastic. Yeah. And the whole spirit of why we don't allow extra sneaky takeaway people's turn things. Because... The sportsmanship is important. Mm-hmm. And it was very obvious the groups that were really having fun and who were really, really enjoying even even getting wailed on, even letting their teammates or the other people fucking murder them were great. My pen's gone. Um, we're great to watch because the sportsmanship is what makes it makes or breaks the league. Yeah. And you're all doing a great job. So please give yourselves a round of applause and a shot. Um and uh an endorsed shot, please. Um, so yeah, so yeah, and then the people just just kill me, just kill me. <laughs> um, I just big eat me energy from yeah. men in black. Um, so yeah, great stuff. Is that all you had briefly that, before that we talk it. about moving forward? Yep, those all are right. my those are my big things. Let's so, get to let's get so, to the money. So let's talk about one more time. Let's talk about in real life donations. Also, if any of you have questions, please start dropping them in the chat now because this section is going to go pretty quickly and I'd like to have them ready to go and ready to answer for you for the end of this so that we can get everyone uh, to bed at a human hour, Uh, especially everyone who's across the seas and waiting or just woke up. I don't know where Australia is in the timeline. Um, So, yeah, that is very little revision. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very little actually had to be changed, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. None of the core rule set, mostly just the one team leaving, is all that really had to happen. Now, I would talk to you all about the league stats that are up in the... I'd like to give a quick shout-out to Crits on a 2 and Pony Stark, who have been, God, doing so much. Yeah. Like, we have stats, guys. Like, we have legit stats. Yeah. 
I was gonna try to get a bot written for that. Oh, it's 1 p.m. You're fine. Never mind. Um, you're good. Um, you're way easier than our than our than our British constituents who are like 4 a.m. Let's go. Yeah. Um, uh, so we thank you, thank you, thank you. You're all wonderful. The currently and they're aware that the actual scores in the in the stat form are. Um, thank you. We will make that a command. Thank you. Brilliant. You go make that. A, I'll make that a command. We'll make it a command. Um, we are going to have new commands, side note, because people were asking, what can I donate with? And how can I? And I need to just come up with a cohesive list of commands for that. Uh-huh. So people can just look it up instead of scrolling down to our panels. Because if you're watching on mobile, you can't see them. I've learned. Um, but yeah, very little actually had to change, which is great. The scores in the league stats form are currently incorrect. However, the rest of it, the total damage dealt, the chests open, the traps disarmed, I believe are all correct. Yes. Yes. So, right, so that is that is correct. Um, the individual stuff for like the teams for brutal audacity yeah. and stuff like that. Last I looked, that was correct, and the points earned on that mm-hmm, were mm-hmm, were mm-hmm, correct mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I would Check say is that yeah, that league stats column, column C on that first wrong. page. Yeah. That column, uh, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know where it's going. It's we'll not Cotton Eye Joe. Um, where do you come from? Where do you? So it's pumping right now. Yeah, the um, so catchy. the if you want the final scores, the official final scores, yes. they are on League Lobster. They I will update those. Uh, I believe you are the day after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is this is not to uh, call We're anybody out. We're not trying out. to rush you at all. You're this... doing this for free and for fun. We yeah. love you. Do it. Yeah, Take yeah, your yeah. fucking time. You're good. Oh products. my god. This is this is in no Honestly. way uh, derogatory uh, against you. This is to prevent confusion with mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. people that come in here and look at that and go, wait, uh, that that doesn't look yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And you are yeah, correct yeah. in that instance. Uh, but yeah. on League Lobster, the final scores are are on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we've got that as well. We do know. But in the meantime, not uh, we will talk about who won, what happened. Let's go. Okay. Um, in the first match of Tsunami's Wrath versus The Hands, um, our our final winners were Tsunami's Wrath at 36 to The Hands at 35. Yeah. This is a perfect, perfect, perfect instance of, hey, one roll can make a break it. 10 points on the Guardian could change the entire, entire, um, we will fix that uh, with the exhibition matches thing. Yes, correct. Um, That changes the entire outcome of a match. Just hitting the Guardian once could have tied them. Hitting it for 20 points hard could have won for the hands. Um, And I will point out, the hands got less audience help. They were seen as the threat. You all saw what Meg could do with that monk. The whole chat that night was about the monk and all the cool shit she could do. And because they were seen as the winners, the audience kind of really helped bring up the underdogs. And boy, did it help. I'm going to tell you their gold differences. That bought them one extra point. Because final gold tally, and this is not including Cody's hordes or the any of the bonuses we're giving out. This is just from the chat. The hands, 3,500 gold. To Tsunami's Wrath, 7,600 gold. 7,600 gold for Tsunami's Wrath. Write that down, kids. You are currently in chat. Make a note. Um, that is a one-point difference for that much of a donation there to, to help them keep up, which is interesting because favored to win were absolutely the hands. 
you could tell by the audience. They assumed. And boy, they changed the game, um, which is fascinating to me, honestly. Um, yeah. It was a good time. And uh, I'm going to let Cody figure out what the hordes are and what if. I'm gonna ju- uh, everybody's stuff. getting if the same know. horde. I'm doing it at the Perfect. end. We, we can keep Carry moving. On. Perfect. Um, week one, match two, Brutal Audacity versus Captain Angry and the Bad Moods. It was a straight up tie. Nine to nine. I have. It... Go ahead. Go, you go. I update. I double check the League Lobster now. I changed that match to no longer say exhibition, so that both teams don't score zero. Thank I you. Put I in, yeah, I put in zero the champions eight. at Perfect. zero. I gave them the eight. I um, see that. I may, go ahead. I got you. Um, so here's Truna Duck outfits. Um, so it was it was absolutely um, match two, brutal audacity versus Captain Angry in the bad moods. Straight up tie at nine points to nine points. Total gold for Captain Angry and the Bad Moods, 2,600 gold. Setting our new league ceiling with Brutal Audacity, 9,200 gold. That is the that is the, the top of the funding for the league right now. That is the top gold score was that specific team in that specific match. We'll see if that changes next week. But currently, that is going to absolutely change the the predicted outcomes because they can do a lot with that. They can do a lot with that. Um, so, what were you going to say, Cody? Oh, um, the champion exhibition matches, I am still debating whether I'm putting the champion scores on there mm-hmm. um, because, in theory, they should always win. May mm-hmm. not. And I want that to count for... Um, for them. So uh, I'm, I'm taking uh, recommendations on this. I, I don't want it to hurt any of what? the teams, um, but I would like it if it, if it really helped, if they beat, if they were beaten, we'll see. Yeah. Um, we can no, be big that points. Later. If they, if someone manages to beat them, that would be huge points and change the way people strategize and buy things. If they're trying to beat a higher level champion instead of someone on their own tier. Yeah. Like if you knew you had three weeks to prep for that, I would save up gold. If I knew I was facing them next week and it wouldn't matter, like that, that would change things. Maybe. Um, it would be very interesting. Okay. Match three, Wicked Games RPG versus the Remainders. To answer your question, TX Watson, because it is relevant to you as a as a player. Yes, you may get me new character art every week as the tattoos update. Please do that. Absolutely. We're gonna talk uh halfway through the week, we're gonna have a tech talk about how to if you wanna flavor up your own setting, we'll talk about how to do OBS and all the cool things you did. But please. Get us new character art every week. Let's go. Way to set the bar. I like it. I'm on board. Everyone come to TX Watson's level. (laughs) So, uh, uh, the winners were the remainders at 31 to 19. Um, that was a, that was a slaughter fest. That was a, I think that was the biggest, no, it wasn't the biggest difference. The biggest difference is our last game of the weekend. Um, but that was the second biggest stretch between points it was it was a lot it was it was incredible um I, uh, what a mood um total gold for but again this is interesting um the remainders won they did not have the highest donations um even with the flump um total gold for wicked games rpg 5500 gold total gold for the remainders 4700 gold they it it's it's interesting to see the difference between donation and and party build 
because that was they they slaughtered them and they were still behind on donations for that. So that'll be interesting. To Tactics watch. count for a lot. Tactics count. Flumps count. Buff the flump. Yeah. That pin is coming, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, so, on to the second night. Starting off with match four, Guilty Conscience versus Battle Toads. Um, setting our league floor for donations uh, is Guilty Conscience, um, who... It was a 3-11 to 11 in favor of Battle Toads. Um, Battle Toads with 11 points, Guilty Conscience with 3 Guilty Conscience winning a total of 1,000 gold. Battletoads winning a total of 2,000 gold. But still, Battletoads had a higher points than Brutal Audacity and Captain Angry. And less and less donations than either of them. So that'll be interesting. I'm going to put all these numbers up at some point. <sighs> Listen, we'll talk. I'm excited. We'll talk. I've been... Yeah, we'll chat because pins um so uh yeah and that was a that was a that was a match um that was a very interesting if you have a chance to go watch what all the frogs can do please do the grongs are are delightful uh, yeah donations can influence match but they are not everything no tactics are absolutely going to play out like that's it's I- also why the channel points are so important because getting your friends and fans in here who want to watch and support you but maybe can't afford to actually pay those donations also, you'll get in-game gold for that. You'll get in-game gold. We won't. There's no physical money coming in, but you will get gold that matches. Yeah. And it's a free way for them to donate to help you, just in case. So. Yeah. And and the biggest thing is the reason it's not a pay-to-win event is because yeah. dice, dice, are, dice, yeah. are, dice are the equalizer. And, exactly. Oh, there is one more thing. Everyone needs to. I I have reread it. I let it be a little loosey-goosey, but the wording on the Fortune's Favor spell is specific. Please go read that. Please go read that. It's after things have been rolled. You should re-roll the dice. It does slow us down a little bit. It can (laughs) You can only use Fortune's Favor. It's affecting you or it's something you're doing, right? So an attack against you or you are making the attack. So that's so going to attack against your friend. Right. So that's going to change and, and limit the way those things are used. I believe Watson put it in the official new yes. document and copy pasted it in the. So thank you. So it's very clear. Yep. Um, but that'll be very helpful. We're going to have some commands for next weekend that are the thing. So everyone can read the text of exactly what it does with that excla- exclam that. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So let's talk about the exhibition match that changed everything. Because as we mentioned, the uh, first off, Round of emotes in chat for Cody for throwing together an exhibition match at the last fucking minute. That he didn't know until we were going about until I had team one in the bullpen and team two had dropped out completely that he had to run an exhibition match. It was thrown together so fast, and everyone who was watching that night agreed they have no idea how he did it. I have no idea how he did it. I I'm floored. Um but it but it was exciting enough to watch and be a part of that it is changing the entire throwing together a straight slaughter yes um so by popular demand obviously got all the gold for this because everyone needed to donate to keep them alive yeah i don't think i don't think cody and the champions got a single donate maybe one maybe one like fortune's favor for the champions but everything went to by popular demand that night because you needed to keep them alive i didn't see it, it <laughs> i don't if, think you did um yeah. 
Yeah, because because there's no command for the Arena Guardian, also because it wasn't doing anything. Yep. Um, by popular demand, though, holding steady with that one match. 5,700 gold, folks. Um, that puts you right in the mid-range of, of like, a good average, uh, higher than average, I think, as far as gold you can take into this, this next week to build with. Oh, man. And then bringing it home. Uh, so they won with eight points. Sorry. It was a zero to eight. Um, bringing it home with the biggest point it difference. In it the was least. 14 to eight. I would like to point out okay, for, okay. for my listen, pride. Listen. All right. Your pride. So for Cody's pride, it was 14 to eight. So you lost, but you won by default. So you still got the win in your column. Um We'll talk about that. It'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that changes everything. Uh, but you had points. You did have points. Um, yeah, points. Um, we got some points. You got more points than guilty conscience or big D and D energy against a, a harder team. So g- congratulate yourselves for that. Let's talk about big D and D energy versus easy to spell. Um, easy to spell got like almost no donations. Didn't matter. Didn't matter that Big D&D Energy got three times as many donations as they did because uh, Easy to Spell slaughtered them at 27 to 2 by the end of this. With that Big D&D Energy bringing in 3,100 gold in donations and Easy to Spell down at the floor with Guilty Conscience at exactly 1,000 gold. And they... And they murdered them. They... They murdered them, folks. It, yeah, it was money can't buy fate. That's very true. Boy, we need that on a shirt or a pin yeah. for this. Damn, that's that's the tagline for the league. Thank you. Yeah, money can't buy fate. That's that's nicely done. Accurate. Uh, well done. Well done. Good. Good tagline. Um, so well, let's talk about money really fast. Couple things. One, um, money can buy us, and your entry fees have bought us. Uh the giant boulder trophies that the winning teams are going to be getting. They arrived in the mail today. Uh, these are um, metal D20s. I'm trying to do the, the the vlogger thing, but I forgot I turned off the autofocus, so it'll just do what I want. Um, big honkin'. If I dropped this right now, it would break the motherboard on this computer. It would just yep. break it. Um, this gold, silver, and bronze for first, second, and third place teams. We will be shipping them. We will be all the things. There's three. So there's one for each member of your team, including your alternates, no matter how often or how not often they play. That is, uh, those are, they are gorgeous. They are heavy. They are heavy with the weight of death. I have dented the table downstairs many a times with my boulder. My boulder is this baby. He is my lucky die. He is who I pull out when I, re- he's my golden snitch. If anyone watches Critical Roll. Of course you do. Um, he's my golden snitch. I pull him out for the big, big rolls. Um, and they are sponsored by Norse Foundry. Um, again, if you don't win and you want to buy one anyway, use our discount code, RETRPG at NorseFoundry.com. We did originally discuss, and I feel like it's important to talk about this, we'd originally discussed getting personalized D20s with the, the logo on. However, we found out since then um, that the pricing on that was different than we thought it was going to be. Um, we they were dealing with a factory issue and were not able to get back to us before the league started because they had things go wrong and the metal working. You don't want to rush that. Um, but we are going to still be getting some other personalized item to go along with these dice for the winners. We're going to be getting, whether they are dice trays or boxes or or pin, like like 
patches or or sticker or whatever with your team logo or the league logo. We're going to figure out something really, really cool and personalized for this. Um, in the meantime, though, these boulders are absolutely going to be going to the winners. Um, we have three of each. They arrived today. I got yeah. home from work and they were here and I squealed. You may have been able to catch it on the disaster stream in the mic. Um, we're excited. Now, one of the other things that we have been uh, doing with not just the winners, but the players in general, is we have discussed a donation profit share split with the players of each game. Here's how that's going to work. Um, as you've all seen with the numbers that we just saw, some games bring in $100, $200 a match. Some games brought in 20 We are letting... I will be reaching out. I will put... Uh, or I will also farm this out to people who are willing to help. Um, every week, I'm going to ask individual players and teams how they want that money dealt with. We've got a profit share system. Um, it's a, to be completely transparent, it's a 50-50 split between us, the rep, because we are, this is our full-time job right now. Like I'm taking off work. Cody is doing nothing but this. Like this is our job right now. I am, I'm working like one or two shifts a week at my real job. And then the rest of it's here. Um, so the 50 that is on our side is going to keep the, keep this running, do the advertising, take the time, buy the assets for the art, all that shit. The other 50% is going to be divided evenly amongst each team that was playing during that match. So it's 50-50 per match, not per night, because um, some some matches do weird things. Now, we will err on the side of giving more to the players to make sure that you have an even three-way split between all of your party members. So it will often end up being more like 45 to us, 55 to you, so that we can make sure that you're, especially because a lot of you are solos, we don't want you to have to decide, okay, who gets 20 bucks and who gets 10? Or who get, like, we don't want you to have to put that work in. So we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we have, we take less than 50 if you need more to make sure that you have an even three-way split between all your party members. So we will be reaching out, however, because there's three ways you can utilize this money. I can pay you one big chunk at the end. If you don't care and you're like, yeah, we'll just save it up over the eight weeks, pay me out when we're done, we can do that. We can pay you every week, even if that is, you got $4 this weekend, cool. Totally up to you. $4 is good vending machine food. Or you might have gotten 50 bucks and then you can go out to whatever. Or if it's, uh, especially if it's a smaller week, if you want to redonate that to your own team and immediately just translate into in-game gold and that's it and call it quits, you are welcome to do that. Um, it will it will essentially call it even. We won't just keep on recycling it every week um, because that gets very confusing. Um, but I'll reach out to everyone individually and ask how you want to handle your donations um, because I don't want to force anyone to wait till the end if they'd rather have it now or to have it now if they'd rather not deal with it right now or if they just want to put it back into their team. Like, they're welcome to. Like, the rep is putting it back into their team. Like, they've discussed that. They, they're, like, that has been, that has been discussed. Uh, it is known, Khaleesi. Um, so that is that is something I want, that we want to discuss with all of you. So redonation decisions is per player, not per team. I think that is up to you. I think, especially for the teams of solos, a lot of the teams who are coming in as like a group, this is us, we know, um, know what they want to do with it. I think, especially on nights where we have like really big donations, asking one party member to give up money they may actually need in real life for the other two is it can be a little uncomfortable if you all decide as a team all three of us are just giving ours back or all three of us are t cashing out go for it i don't want to force anyone to have an uncomfortable conversation about this right now so um, so that sounds I like yes a per, per player, player. Yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Now, two, some teams are as some teams, teams, are and teams they've, they've, and, uh, yep. yeah. But you so. guys will have the numbers to do it per player, even if you are a full team. Yep, so yep, yep, that's, yep. that's really up to you guys. Um, you can tell us as a team. You can tell us as individuals. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, and I will. I'll reach out. I'll reach out weekly, and um, and that will absolutely uh, and. And at, like I said, and you could see from from the in-game gold, um, some games did really well donation-wise, and some games got hit hard. Um, and that's going to be the case all the time. That is, there are every of, internet every internet creator knows that there's no yeah, regularity. There, there are a ton of factors. Night, yeah. other things that are that are on. Um, it's it, yeah. It, yeah. Sa- last time we did this, Saturday was our biggest donation night. This week, this time it was Friday. It was Friday. So this time we made the same amount in two days that we did in three last time. Yep. Like so, that was, yeah. um, it, it's, yeah. we don't know. We're going to learn with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing we have, I have the, uh, treasure hoard gold mm-hmm. for the teams that opened a large chest and chose the treasure hoard and for, uh, wicked game RPG. So somebody make sure to tell them, um, the gold from the treasure hoard I have rounded to a nice even four thousand five hundred. Oh shit! For every team who opened a big chest, for and chose to take chose the treasure take the hoard. hoard, which I believe is almost everybody. There's it was four thousand. Four thousand five hundred. Thank you. So that is almost everybody. Um, not. I'll go back and make sure, but. If you if your team opened a large chest and I gave you the choice and you decide I know most of them chose the money. Yeah. So yes, that is correct. Nice. With right. treasure hoard instead of the boon. Yeah. Um that would be an interesting hey, if we ever have time for the I spelled horde like World of Warcraft, because that was a habit. Um if if our if our stat if our stat team is which we're gonna get y'all shirts or something made like I'm gonna do something to thank every single one of you who are like putting in this extra behind the scenes work I'm gonna make y'all shit I'm gonna design you stuff I'll make you t-shirts it's, that's I'm very grateful I'd love at some point to see picked the boon picked the chest and and cool. see how that plays into the wins like that's interesting to me I have, I have <laughs> you know? one last thing I would like to say and then I think we are about to wrap up yeah last call for questions really fast um because then I think I think also I, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover yeah but like the last thing yeah. I will say is that if your characters are not back in their holding uh campaign by Wednesday, um, where I, there will be, I need to, I want to go back through and review everybody again, read stuff, all of those things. So thank you, Jada. You are, you're can answer cool. that question. I was bullied a lot as a child and, uh, and then, and, and then I met good people who liked me and it, and it, and it got better. Roleplay awards this chat. Are you doing those this chat? No, we're not doing roleplay awards for this past weekend. The the one thing we would oh, okay. like, people, I'm, I'm not doing them for this past weekend. It was the first weekend. There was not Fair. a ton of roleplay opportunities. People were just trying to get their, their mechanics down. Um, what I would like to do is this. We have teams of people that are going through and picking up clips. If your third teammate is available, you are, and, or you have a friend or somebody like that, Clip per match your best roleplay moment. 
right? Yeah. Get, get someone on your team, someone on your side to clip that for us so that what you think is your best role play moment and that is what we will use to determine. And we'll, we'll try to make some story decisions. I may not do specifically role play. I may just have the chests have been working out well for teams to pick up bonus gold, uh, the channel points, and I think some story opportunities will present themselves. But for this that past week, that being said, I do love the role play moments that did come up yeah. organically. They were great. They were, I mean, especially in that second match, like we discussed at length. Mm-hmm. Oh, he fucking acknowledged the commissioner. Yeah. Old. Oh, he just like stayed in his accent the entire time. That cat as he was dying. Yeah. Fuck you, Ian. You brilliant bastard. Pe- people did it. It was gorgeous. People did a great job, and so uh, I'm I'm still sorting out how to adjudicate that because that is a very soft thing, and very I don't. Sub- Subjective. Um, But I think, you know, just teams that, you know, this team did more, was more, or whatever it may be. Yeah. um, It's going to be something nominal. It's going to be helpful, but not game breaking. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Um, And then, yes, spell rot tattoos have been used. And I believe the one time use tattoos count as consumables because they are technically used once, correct? Like the, the tattoos I, that are one-time I, use, and then they're gone. If they're if they're one-time use, probably I'd have to go yeah. in and and relook at that. I believe uh, you said that. that. I believe you mentioned that at book. one point. I just wanted to double check it because they are. What's the rule on consumables? Yeah, consumables are as listed in the PHB half price. Yeah, like that's magic yeah. magic item consumables, magic consumables are, yeah. are are half price now. Oh, the items listed for the polymorph. What? So some polymorph options come with a magic item. So I need an example. If 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 you guys like have a, an example of there's like a demon that comes with a flail or something. No, if it's just equipment, like a demon that comes. I know there are some that come on a horse with armor and a and a and a spear. Yeah, you get that right. Yeah. If you're gonna go into um, Tomb of Annihilation and choose like the guy an, that an has angel with the bow of slight. Yeah, that's that is part of the build, right? That mm-hmm. is that is in there. What is yep. n- what is not is if you're going to a Tomb of Annihilation has an NPC that has the Ring of Winter. I don't know what his CR is, right? Or if you if you pick an, uh, uh, somebody from Rime of the Frost Maiden that has the Summon Tarask scroll, no, fuck off. That's not that's yeah. not going to be there. But um, let me just real fast for the backpack gamer. Good God, please change your polymorph between levels because it's supposed to be a CR of your level or below. And if you stay at sixth level and everyone else is like level 10, a yep. 10 CR monster, you're just going to sit there like yep. with your Hollyfant like, and die. Yep. And that'll suck. Like, yep. Please, please change it. Like, yep. Please. Yep. Um, but like, okay, this Resmere um, comes with a great sword, a specific great sword. Yes, that is part of the build. Special equipment, Resmere has black dragon mask, Hazeron and Insignia of Claws. Those no. all feel... No. The no? Black Dragon Mask is an artifact. No. I'm not... Okay, that's that, No, great. The, so, the guy it's you're referencing generation. is... Yeah. The guy you're referencing is a NPC. He's a named NPC that has very specific um, equipment. And that equipment has its own entry. So, let me put it this way. If... The equipment is something that has its own entry, something that other players can buy or pick up or something like that, right? No. Mm-mm. That's 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 not happening. All right? 
um, polymorphing into a true into an existing NPC instead of a right. creature is a very different thing. Right. You're so, not- so if it has special equipment, negative Ghost Rider. That that pattern is full. Um, yeah. And and I I appreciate it, but um, okay. I think yes. I think we, this is correct. So. Yes, this is a generic hag. The hag needs the Grey Staff of Magic, Length of Wood. It's her focus. It's flying. Netflix, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and here, so here's the thing. If I click on search and I go uh, just Grey Staff, or let me, let me do me one better. I'm just going to type in staff and search and go under items, right? Is it listed in the items section of any of these books. It's not. So that is that is fine. Right? Great. Um, if, but if you're trying to pick a monster that comes with a legendary wondrous sword that does shit, probably no. Let, <laughs> let me let me point this oh, out. Oh no. Oh no. Um, you are welcome to fuck around and find and out. Find out. <laughs> I, 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 at, at this point, I almost encourage it. Um, oh, please don't. God. I, I have no problem you forfeiting <laughs> games. I really don't. I, I know have, you don't, but I, I put a lot of goddamn work in this. This is like when you disappeared people into the city of Wandering right after we'd finished commissioning their art. That like, that was their <laughs> fault. They walked so into so the vague. city of Sigil without no. a way to walk out. No. Yep. 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 Anger. Yep. Rage. You're the yep. DM. You could have pulled them out. <laughs> could have. I will never I will never not be bitter with you about that. That's I'm just going to flat out fucking tell you that. I, I appreciate that. that God I don't, damn. I don't, I don't mind. Um, I love you tremendously, and I understand. Uh, and I understand. Um, I can feel the love. I do. Um, so, so in general, here's the thing. Um, I so if you watch the the if you watched the um, exhibition match, there's a moment where the holy fant uh, its aura to negate spells. Um, is ridiculously it, close to counterspell. Yeah, is, is very close to counterspell. Right, so that breaks the spirit of the rules. I I cannot spell out everything. I won't try, and the the more energy I have to spend on spelling things out, the less energy I have for lore, the less energy I have for story, and the less energy I have for arena building. Right? No, I know you didn't do it on purpose. Oh that no, was, no, no, that was the That's, thing. Is this is and I and you're not penalized in any way. If I thought you did yeah. it maliciously and on purpose, I, I straight up would have. The no, crowd no, no. would have done more than booed. Yeah, but they just but, like let you know in character that that, that was ugh. that was my way of showing that this is the type of thing that a that could have very easily gone into that right mm-hmm. because it's also on on a player that like if you, let's say that same holophant right if they are standing in the aura attempt to cast a spell it fails and then they don't move you've wasted their turn their full turn yep. and and mm-hmm. that's the same thing as in soccer like taking a flop right mm-hmm. or in basketball but it's still yeah. a foul so it, take and do 
as much as you are willing to accept the risk for. That's that's the truth at the end of the day, right? And if if you're willing to risk um, the match for your team, that's between you and your team. Yeah. Uh, and if you're willing to risk the gold penalty for you and your team in your whole season, that is that is up to you. Uh, I mentioned so. it. I mentioned it in the in the Q and A. Um, when I got real, real sick of shit one day, I love all of you, but I was done. Um, if any part of your argument in favor of something includes any version of the phrase, but technically, we're probably gonna. It, it's probably not okay. Um, if if any any version of of, but technically. But if I do it this way, um, for those kinds of finding a way to get around the things we've banned happens, probably it's a thing that's going to get you in trouble. Specifically, this was about the uh, this is about the marriage thing. Like, yeah, well, technically they die. If you want your character to be widowed so you could have used the marriage ritual, then your teammate's not coming back, and you would forfeit the the the. T- you forfeit yeah. like that's not um yeah. because it's not in the spirit of the yeah it's not in the spirit of the of of the arena right um it's one of the reasons we put out the lore is because we wanted to make sure we wanted to make sure that um there there we're is be rolling a... out more and more and more of this lore but it's one of the reasons cody sort of inserted some stuff into the matches about other characters and npcs and, and the reactions of the champions and the crowd is um the idea that this league is the most honorable of all the leagues in Altensia and in right. the city of Mortacity. Altensia is the world, Mortacity is the city, for people who are confused. Um, so people, eventually we're going to have no holds barred, underground, sure. underground, back backwoods, illegal matches. Bra- where breaker we're allowed tournaments. To do weird shit. Breaker yeah, tournaments maybe. is what they'll be called breaker, because yeah. they, they break the rules. Um, and they break the world. And they and they break the world. Yeah. And yeah. and I'll we'll do that as a special event. That's fucking cool, by but, the way. Breaker tournaments. Thank you for that. You're welcome. But it's God, not yes. but that's not what this league is. Um so uh I again I, I, I can't know every situation. I won't pretend to. And um I don't mind answering questions, but at some point we get like real noodly and real specific. And it, and I'm kind of like, I, I, like I don't know, man. Like if if it's really worth it to you, and I'll be honest, nine times out of ten, what I'm seeing p- players try to, I'm gonna say sneak in, but they're asking. It's not sneaking, but try trying to like slip in doesn't seem worth it, right? Mm-hmm. It 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 doesn't, uh, at least not to me. So, um, you know, there's a lot of fun things that you can do. And there's also spells that you can use that you would think have been uh, have been maybe banned that have more creative uses to them. So I don't mind creativity, but um, if you're asking me if it breaks the rules, the chances are yes. Astra Felix is absolutely correct. Is this in the spirit of the league should be the guiding principle? Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely should be. Yep. If if the the spirit of the league in this particular rule set is reflected by the mentality of what this represents within the lore of the world, yeah, this is the way that real corporations and real businesses, even the crime syndicates, but it's the way they legally and above board settle disputes, and it is honorable. So, so the the difference is the the champion league, the league mm-hmm. above this, right? Yeah, is is the one where matches are fixed for political reasons. 
yeah. where where players are bought off, where all of those shady things exist. The yeah. purest sport is the Challenger League, right?、Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Let that let so that rule、right. your your mindset. So yeah, you need to here. You got to be honest. If you get recruited by one of the big boys who fixes leagues and matches, that's in the Champion League. That's the next level up. We're not there yet. Yeah. Keep dropping this lore and world building, right? Yeah. Right, Nick. Fucking right. Cool. First time I've ever heard breaker matches was today, and I'm excited, and I'm designing merch in my head right now. So you know, we'll have bigger boulders. Yeah. We'll have breaking boulders. Ah. All、um, right. Well, sorry, I, th- I got excited. I think we. I think we've answered everything. I think we hit the the good place for tonight. We ran、mm-hmm. a little longer, but I think that was important、right. to talk about.、All、I、right. think so too. I feel good.、Yeah. I do too.、Uh, any any other questions? Throw them at me in the chat tomorrow. Not chat in the、um, Discord tomorrow.、Uh, if there's anything links that you need, please remind me.、Um, please remind me privately, and we're not just going to post everybody's、uh, things right now.、Yeah. Um, so DM me、um, anything you all need to ask.、Uh, come to me on Discord. I will be trying to go to. Welcome to the World Breakers. That's the name of my fifth book. You can't have it. I didn't We're not calling、it. them the World Breakers. No, I know the chat did.、Um, like I love it, but wrong crossover. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I love it. It's fine.、Um, thank you.、Uh, thank you for. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this, Ian. We're gonna come find you at your bar, and we're just gonna live there. Me and Megan and Cody are just gonna live there now because and make you talk like your cat all night, please.、Um, that's the new plan. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for asking good questions. Thank you for for being a part of this.、Uh, We'll be rolling out all those donation pages and everything、uh, ASAP,、right. and、um, prep for this weekend, guys. I'm really excited. Sounds good. We are gonna、okay. say good night. Thanks for hanging out with us. As soon as I find the end credits, we will see you guys next time. But until then, be cool.